Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This one's for you tonight. Okay, let's get started. Amy Riley. Oh, that one was nice. <laughs> Ever since you said that, it sounds like the one guy who's who was clicking bottles and going into Nancy Pelosi's, Pelosi's <laughs> office. I feel like I shouldn't do that anymore. That is a scary image. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't sound fully like that, right? No, and I would know I was there. <laughs> <laughs> what, the interaction? Oh, yeah, I remember. I forgot. We never talked about that. That's what? where we met. <laughs> oh, right, January 6th. That's amazing. Well, it's been, like we were talking about just off mic right before, it's been, it seems like it's been a long time since you and I spoke or yeah. saw each other or interacted, <laughs> right? One week. One full week. But a week, almost two weeks since we recorded right right because saturday we saw each other at emo night right was that friday oh right last that friday was, that was friday okay so that's so it's been a full <laughs> week since we saw each other and then even before that we hadn't recorded anything since monday before the fourth of july yeah so this is sort of i don't know we're all bottled up and ready to blast you with bravo information and hot takes yeah let's blast them do you want to <laughs> yeah Okay, good. Well, so you're doing good generally? Yeah. Chilling. It's pretty hot. My apartment's not completely uninhabitable yet, no. but it's warm in here. I'd say it's like probably like 78 degrees in here, yeah. right? Not 80. There's still a little bit of a breeze, a little yeah. bit, yeah. and I have a fan on. But it doesn't feel it doesn't feel bad to me. I'm wearing a t-shirt and <laughs> I'm not sweating. Brooks well, and Dawn t-shirt. Yeah, I'm wearing a new Brooks and Dawn t-shirt that just came in the mail, which is our Turtle Time merch. It looks beautiful. It's Brooks Ayers uh, and Don Gunvalson, and they are wearing cowboy hats, right? Yeah. And then they have fire surrounding them and sort of a faded American flag behind them. <laughs> yes. Uh, 
we'll get into OC, but um, they did a little Brooks clip yeah, this week. I saw that. I was yeah. kind of excited. <laughs> I love his uh, accent. I forgot yeah. how he talks. Yeah. He was such an iconic figure. Honestly, we need... I mean, I guess that is what made... Um, I was going to say, you know, New Jersey now has a Brooks-like figure, yes. and that's what made it so good. We need yeah. more mysterious scammers like yeah. that. They're tr- uh, Tamara's trying to make Ryan no. the new Brooks. He's not even close. No, he's just kind of like a shitbag, but he's not like demonic. We learned some interesting new things about Ryan. <laughs> that's this true. Week. I was... He is getting less and less trustworthy, but yeah, gonna... not as much of like a snake oil salesman. Did you watch... Um, Megan King on Watch What Happens Live. Just a few minutes of it. I don't know what happened. My uh, eyes started to close. <laughs> uh, but what what did she say? Uh, someone asked her about her thoughts on Louie mm. uh, from New Jersey. And she said she had fighting words for him. She was like, I forget what she said. But essentially she was like, he's a disgusting piece of shit. He's not to be trusted. He's a scumbag. Like, I, I don't know if she has additional information or if she, just as a viewer, she really strongly hates people like that. Oh, okay. Um, but I, you know, I would love again for her to be part of our PI show. Oh, cause she it was could be so- her Bo Deedle yes. working with Conover and Catania. Because she fully, on her own, uncovered the Brooks <laughs> cancer scam, right? Yeah. She looked at his medical records. <laughs> she found out that the typeface on the top of the um the Yeah, they were was- like, that hospital doesn't do the, those kinds of tests anymore. And when they do, this is what the like invoice looks like. And his is wrong. And the language on it was all wrong. I let her and Shannon were like two teaming him. Remember, Shannon got him an appointment with a world-renowned yes. doctor and he said his car broke down on the way oh my god that yeah. shit was good that was so wild but didn't they try <laughs> to introduce like it was a scam with like a psychic saying yeah. that it was yeah so- they go to a cafe and bring a psychic and he's like i'm sensing someone that is <laughs> saying they have cancer doesn't does that ring a bell to you <laughs> <laughs> no it doesn't at all there's not someone who's saying they has cancer right now did uh um, did, was that just so they had plausible deniability if it looked horrible, like when Lisa Probably. Rinna accused uh, Yolanda of not having, <laughs> Munchausen. having Munchausen? It's like yeah. it gives them an out. Hey, a psychic told us. Watching it back, when the last time I watched Beverly Hills, probably, I don't know when, maybe a year ago, mm-hmm. uh, it is, <laughs> I don't know where I totally fall on it, but it is diabolical to accuse someone of having Munchausen, but it was great TV. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it was great. What was great for me was that Kyle and Lisa Van- or uh, yeah, Kyle and Lisa Vanderpump clearly talked to Lisa Rinna about this and had very strong opinions and definitely nudged Rinna in the direction of Munchausen and they were skeptical and they knew it'd be great TV. And then the scene where Lisa talks to them, Lisa Rinna talks to them about it possibly being Munchausen, they are so silent and they don't they say act one, like horrified. They don't say <laughs> one word of a support of this. They make Lisa Rinna go out on a they fucking, hang her out to dry. Oh, no one has ever been hung out to dry with something that they probably all were talking about right before. That's like what they invited her over for. Uh, oh yeah, and then Rinna is actually right when she later says, "I realized I was a puppet or a yeah. pawn for," which Vanderpump. is kind it's of like, Vanderpump's thing, right? Yeah, she just she uh, what's that? Uh, th- throw a stone and hide your hand. Oh. Or you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I've never heard that. Me neither. And I don't think that's actually <laughs> well, right. That's, but she is. The- there's a Kelly Dodd uh, quote where I don't remember who she's talking about, but she says, uh, she's the puppet and everyone's the master. Yeah. Like she says it wrong. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Wait, who said that again? <laughs> Kelly Dodd. Oh, she said that? She says it with such confidence, but she says it backwards. Who, who was she talking about? I don't remember. Was it maybe... Vicky? Or Heather? I don't know. Vicky I don't remember. Vicky maybe it was Vicky. Yeah, I mean, Tamara? Tamara is the most puppet master-esque. Maybe. Of, Which, maybe. yeah, we'll get into that. I guess we'll yeah. save OC, but... um. Yeah, so honestly, I'm getting hyped up now that we're talking about all of this. What about OC? Just everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 like just the Bravo meter yes. just turned up a little bit. Um, yeah. I, I feel that way too. our fandom has been tested this morning when the BravoCon ticket prices dropped. Oh. <laughs> How oh. much do we love Bravo? Bravo. <laughs> they okay. are taking it to the goddamn limit. I mean, I will say... The VIP prices are out of this world, and, and they cannot... I mean, unless we were millionaires, you're, we're not yeah. buying it's VIP. It's $1,200 for a three-day VIP. Yeah, I mean, that's for rich people. and you know. But I'm I just, just afraid that, similar to Disneyland, you will be punished for not being VIP, and that the GA is like torture. Hopefully you know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Hopefully the Fast Pass... <laughs> Uh, insignia or placards will be very easy to duplicate <laughs> and so you and i can very quickly at the turn of a dime what's it for that phrase uh yeah. very quickly replicate the placards or orange <laughs> wristbands or whatever and plus maybe people will be so sweet to us like little turtle cuties in line and say amy and riley <laughs> sneak up in front of me or whatever or you yeah. and i could do disguises maybe we can do like a catch me if you can and start forging documents you know, oh, we should get some the machine that makes holographic yes. passes and stuff like that. Yes, let's do a full blown. <laughs> um, uh, what's that called? Yeah, catch me if you can. Forgery. Yeah, remember when he buys the Pan Am oh, toy planes and he soaks them and he uh, takes the little sticker off and puts them on the checks. I'll That's never, like my favorite part. Me too. I'll never forget it. <laughs> I love scammers. Everything he does. Me too. But did you hear? That man, whatever that guy's name was, what was his um, name? Lift Frank Abagnale Frank Abagnale. Jr. He lied about yeah. all those things he did. Don't. Oh, I know. I'm sorry, but he scammed Spielberg <laughs> and he scammed. But does he truly work for the government now? Like they say at the end? I mean, that thing about them being friends for 40 years, <laughs> I don't know. That's, oh, oh, no, no. What's his name? Was Tom Hanks was a composite character. Oh. I'm sorry. It sucks so bad. <laughs> Tom Hanks wasn't even real. He was like Hanratty. Hanratty. Oh. He Hanratty. I love Hanratty. I fucking love that movie. When he goes knock knock. <laughs> Remember that part? Yeah. Go fuck yourself. That he says uh, Or go fuck yourself. <laughs> I think he oh, that's the only fuck uttered in the movie cuz it's PG-13. Mm. You only get they one saved extreme it. swear word in a PG-13. Ugh, mm. oh, that movie's great. Come on. I know oh, it's amazing. Leo <laughs> You, I mean, you're telling me in real life he didn't escape on a landing plane through the toilet? No. Come I'm, on. I, 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 I wanted to believe when I watched that, I go, I can't, this is, uh, truth is stranger than fiction. You can't write this stuff, but it turns out they really did. That was like a peak in our culture, I feel. Oh, that yeah. That was the last like, age of innocence. Uh, what do you mean? That, <laughs> that we believe that? Just, it was so fun. It yeah. was like jazzy. Like Spielberg was still popping. The music's so good. Leo's on top of his game. It was awesome. That's peak Leo. Yeah, Leo also was able to play a 16-year-old boy as well as a 30-year-old. That was the perfect time. Those days are long gone. Why he can't play a 16-year-old anymore? They'd have to Irishman him. Well, that's going to be interesting. I will say that technology is getting there because Dial of Destiny gotta say not a hundred percent in certain times but a lot of the time really good but do they keep his 
current voice, so he sounds a lot older than he should? Um, I think they use, um, I think it's like literal AI where they have his oh, right. past performances from that time where I think they affect the Is it like vocal I'm, too. I'm <laughs> Indiana Jones. <laughs> right? It's like that. Yeah, I was a little bit uh frankensteined uh. <laughs> um you know what the so that's the peak possibly of this de-aging the uh the descent of the aging technology was robert de niro and irishman <laughs> do you remember the scene where he's beating up that guy out of the um, stiff as shop? a board <laughs> he's can, like two thousand years old <laughs> <laughs> he's got his arms all crooked and he can barely move his legs and it's like the worst thing i've ever seen i can't believe they opened sorry this is the irishman minute they opened the movie on him irishman and they, you're like no it yeah. looks like shit yeah they, well, well they open him in the old old nursing home okay. and then it and then it takes then you in out him of in the truck so fast because it just looks bad yeah. he looks i don't know they i didn't hate do... that movie though i'm being oh, honest no, with you no i, I love irishman <laughs> i saw i told you i saw it in theaters at 11 p.m and it's the oh longest movie in the world so by 2 a.m at 11 a.m i know yeah the opposite <laughs> of what i did um so i was so tired and i was like martin scorsese please stop this now I, it's a good movie but please end it while you still can and but now that i had a more casual viewing and i was able to watch it it's it is it rips i mean it's yeah great. i was emotionally moved by the end yeah, Al Pacino's great. Great. Yeah. Movie. Yeah. Fun. Uh excited for Flower Moon. Oh, I think that's one of the yeah, the only movies I'm excited about. Well, that in Napoleon now. Did you see Napoleon? Oh, trailer? I didn't watch the trailer yet. Oh, you're going to flip. Good? Out. Who directed that? Ridley Scott. Hell yeah. So, Joaquin Phoenix went <laughs> from being an evil um comedist in Gladiator. You saw Gladiator, yeah. right? He he was Ridley Scott's yeah, he goes like this. YouTube, he goes thumbs down. Yeah, uh, he that means Gladiator he, rips. Yeah, oh yeah. Ridley Scott is also <laughs> making Gladiator too. Oh right, no with a uh, Paul Mescal. Yes, no one can stop Ridley Scott. He's like eighty three years old, and he's directing. Uh, I know. I don't know if we already talked about this. And sorry that we've, we usually save the film talk for the Patreon, but I loved. Uh, <laughs> forgot the name of it. The a Ridley Scott film. The uh, Adam oh, Driver, oh. uh, Matt Damon, one. Oh, Adam Driver, <laughs> Matt Damon. They're in a film together. The medieval. Oh, oh, last duel. Duel. Last duel was awesome. It was great. Yeah, you think Adam? Driver, it got a bad like. Yeah. COVID release. You think Adam Driver is going to secretly be the hero, and that he obviously did not rape her, yeah, or whatever? You're like, he's the hero. Matt Damon's the stinker, yeah. And no, Adam Driver is worse than Matt Damon, and yeah. Matt Damon is still really well, bad. It depends which version. It's the I felt. Like, did we not already talk about this? No, no, no. No, it <laughs> What's is. What's the the Japanese movie Rashomon? It's yeah, a, it's well, the full you, Rashomon. Yes, but I think you believe her, Jody Jody Clemmer. <laughs> What's her name? I don't believe women. Oh. No, I think in that movie, you're supposed to specifically believe her. No, her version's very upsetting, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's what happened. I thought that was, yeah, I thought that was the most unique part about it, that it wasn't, that they were both awful, and that they're yeah. they're fighting each other, but no one gets the honor, because Matt Damon is just as awful as, yeah. that movie looked beautiful. Yeah. Did you like Dark House as of can Gu be. Yeah, did you like House of Gucci? <laughs> I had a fun time. Oh, man, I loved it. I was screaming <laughs> in the theater. I was having so much fun. Yeah, I had a good time. It's pretty silly honestly but uh fun yeah so ridley so then i was just joaquin phoenix ascent to 
you know, A-plus star or whatever. He was Commodus, the villain and gladiator, and now he gets to be the hero, you know, star of Napoleon for Ridley Scott. It's kind of a nice Funny uh, full circle. that you're bringing up Napoleon because I was just saying that Candy's old tagline would be perfect for Napoleon if he was on Real Housewives. I may be small, but my empire keeps on growing. He, yeah. <laughs> that is perfect. He wouldn't do the... the oh. Why couldn't he? I may be small, oh, but my empire keeps on growing. That's perfect. Um, <laughs> I think more figures from history should be associated with certain. Yeah, that would be a good um, sketch. <laughs> uh, for who? Like SNL, NBC. Do you think people would know Real Housewives enough to where that could be a sketch for the whole I world? I mean, they should. They've okay. done more obscure stuff than that. Remember when they would do the Mad Men sketch when like no one on earth watched Mad Men at the very beginning? Yeah, they what they watch is not representative of what's fully popular in culture. But yeah. it's, it They had John to- Hamm host when like season one of Mad Men or something, oh. and I was like, I literally didn't know who he was. You weren't watching Mad Men then? Not yet. Oh, wow. Uh, I must have started... After that, and but I didn't know who John Hamm was. And then you fully got into the Mad Men craze. Yes, I did. Um, but yeah, wait, how did we get here? So we were talking about de aging <laughs> technology. Oh, oh, <laughs> let's finish what we were talking about BravoCon because it's the de aging. Or no, sorry, we were talking about de aging. If you it. can, <laughs> we were talking about de aging at BravoCon. We're on a tan- tangent yeah. today. Yeah. We were talking about conning our way into BravoCon. Well, BravoCon. Con. There's specifically want people to pull schemes and cons. Well, so I, I was saying 550 to me, it's a lot. Obviously a lot of money. But you split that for three days worth of events. Yeah. I did the math. Yeah. I, I got on my calculator. I did 550 divided by three. Yeah. 183.33. So you're paying $183.30 to go to a bunch of panels, see a bunch of Bravo celebrities, you know, Craig Conover, Shep Rose, uh, who are some other ones? Um, Candace, <laughs> uh, Vicky uh, Gunvalson, yeah, Lisa Rinna, yeah, um, Catherine Dennis, Kyle Cook, Kyle Cook. Hypothetically, we see all these people. I think 180 for a day's worth of activities. Plus, we're going to be partying our asses off. Yeah, in Vegas, which is you can have like even if we didn't want to go to a panel. If it, let's say hypothetically, it's it's Jennifer Aiden and Gina <laughs> Kirshner. What's Gina's last name? Kirshner. Something like that. And it's like the battle of Gina and Christian Jennifer. Christian Heiner or something. Christian, and it's like the battle of versus Gina versus Jen. Squash Aiden. the beef. Squash the beef. We don't have to go to that panel. Yeah. We can race over to Vanderpump Opry yeah. or go play craps. We can try to win our money back. That's true. You know what I mean? <laughs> that won't go wrong for us. No. <laughs> We're going to pull a full Kim Zolciak. <laughs> Do you think she's going to go? She needs the cash. Oh, she will be there. Can oh, we... Yeah talk about that too at some point can we put a pin in that with the og the, thing or chris the, and croy uh, kim and croy of course we can talk about that we're, <laughs> we're gonna talk about that og dinner in atlanta yes okay um, um yeah and also we can divide and conquer maybe you know be like because I, I bet a lot of it happens at the same time if we're press do you want to wear those <laughs> <laughs> hats that have the little uh square piece of paper that says press yeah and have uh notebooks, <laughs> Little notebooks yeah with pencils and, and wear also a trench have... coat they'll <laughs> <laughs> kick us out <laughs> well first of all i don't think we can wear trench coats but we can dress sort of like old timey like 1920s i don't think we should wear <laughs> like matrix trench style coat. trench coats <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
the minute you see people, especially in Vegas, wearing trench coats, you're out of there. First of all, oh they, think, they think you have multiple hands that you have. You know, they think that you have hands with uh, uh, poker chips in your hands under your trench coat, and then you're using fake hands or whatever. You know, or they think you're three kids stacked up on top of each other. Yeah, right. Trench coats have the worst rap in the world. Shady. <laughs> you're, you're either you're either a bunch of kids on top of each other. You have fake hands, so you're using fake hands. You know, to not show what you're or holding. Or your Columbine. <laughs> um so yeah but we'll we'll work our way in uh but but don't you think the impact of us if we get press passes and we look specifically like (laughs) 1930s uh newspaper reporters there's some sort of merit to that yeah i feel like um that's a very you know 40s film trope of like undercover reporter like in um Roman Holiday or... Um, oh, I haven't seen that. I feel like there's so many movies where someone's low-key a reporter and then yeah. maybe they fall in love. I've only seen like three 1940s movies. Oh, there's that one screwball comedy newspaper one, the first page or the front page. Is that the one? Oh. I don't know. But yeah, they're all... Is His Girl Friday like that? His Girl Friday is, an, is a newspaper yeah. comedy, right? And a Girl Friday is like a secretary, right? Oh, right. I was just going to ask you, what's a Girl Friday? <laughs> I'm choking. Um, I bet Lisa likes movies like that. Do you think? I bet she loves like Audrey Hepburn movies. But we have no idea. Still don't know. And there's... I looked on the internet after you and I talked about it. There is no record of Lisa ever seeing a movie. <laughs> this is a tangent, but uh, Letterboxd letterboxed letterbox they they tweeted out that they got tom cruise to name his top four films his top four letterbox films and tom cruise is someone where i have no clue what kind of movie what do you say he they haven't announced it yet they're like waiting to fully release it but because he says he loves movies yeah you're like you're like prove it but bitch yeah but i don't know one movie like i he seems like the kind of person that maybe only watches his own movies so what if he was like the firm (laughs) mission impossible one Eyes wide shut. Magnolia. Magnolia. Uh, no, I think he's a true movie lover. I believe him. But did you see that video where he? <laughs> I didn't send it to you, but he's going. I love popcorn. I movie love movies. Popcorn. You saw that? <laughs> I mean, that's the kind of stuff you say if you don't really. <laughs> you ev- don't ev- believe ever him? If you, I mean, if I was trying to get away with never seeing a movie and I wanted to pretend like I did, I would say I love movies <laughs> and I love popcorn. Um, <laughs> I, I. Uh, what is he? No, I almost called him the chairman of the board, but David Miscavige is the chairman of the board, and yeah. and Tom Cruise got the f- what is it? Freedom Medal of Valor. Yeah, from them is what the chairman of the board gave to him. Yeah, David so, Miscavige was missing for a minute. He is was he he, he was well, I don't even know. if Do they, you think he was with Shelley? Yeah, I th- well, yeah, they still don't know where Shelley is. Um, Do you think she's alive? But uh, yeah, of course she's alive. I just think she's. The press doesn't know where she is or whatever, but Scientology has really gone way down in terms of being down in the dumps. discussed. I mean, it's like not popular at all anymore. No. I'm trying to think. Who are the celebrities left? Tom Danny Cruise. Masterson. Oh, well. Bye-bye. Um, <laughs> the Heidi uh, something from SNL. Oh, uh, Chloe Fineman. Oh, Chloe, sorry. Yeah, Chloe Fineman. Um, Tom Cruise. <laughs> John Travolta, is he still in it? Or did he leave after... Uh, his... I think they still have their thumb on him, but he doesn't, like, talk about it. Yeah. It's... Yeah, they're not... I don't think they're getting new recruits. Is Beck out? 
Beck is probably still in. Okay. Beck? Yeah. Giovanni Ribisi? Oh, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> oh, should we say one? No. Okay. Well. Um, yeah, I know a couple others. Lindsay Hubbard. <laughs> What'd you say? Nothing. Did you? We, we got a cease and desist. You can't say that anymore. I'm just saying, I'm thinking of the Hubbard family. What? Because why? Because L. Ron Hubbard and apparently L. one of the... L. Hubbard? And apparently one of the Bravo liberties was born in Clearwater, Florida around the exact same time that L. Ron Hubbard I think she, was li- having I'm going to say it right here. Allegedly, yeah, of course. Lindsay Hubbard was born on the Sea Org in international waters. Yeah, L. Ron Hubbard <laughs> apparently took multiple wives up top the, or when he was in his uh, boating era, you know, he was in international waters and he was escaping government persecution and apparently he bedded down a wonderful woman. I, f- I don't know her name, but apparently sources are saying that Lindsay Hubbard was born of L. Ron Hubbard and this woman's night of passion. And then she was dropped off at a hospital with, uh, in a, what, a hospital, or no. Bassinet. <laughs> they floated ba- her down a river. <laughs> That's not what I heard. I heard she was dropped off at a fire station in a bassinet and they had to, the, one of the firemen raised her. Uh-huh. Isn't that sweet? Did you hear down the river? <laughs> like uh, Moses in the basket? <laughs> from bastard the, in the basket? Bastard in the basket, like in um, <laughs> like in Therapy Therapy Blood? Blood. Damn, we're having... <laughs> it's a movie talk today. We're ready to talk about... Okay, our, our turtles that join us not for the movie line minute, uh, we usually paywall those kinds of conversations. So let's move on. Yeah. Okay. So we, are we done with BravoCon? I think so. I'm excited to see the lineup, though. We're in our forgery era. Yeah. I'm very excited to see what we're going to see. But I like the fact that the backdrop is not New York City, where it's like you're in a convention center and you have to go outside to go to Sabaro or whatever <laughs> and have a little bit of fun. We're in Vegas. Yeah. You can run around, go to Caesar's Palace, do a cannonball in the Caesar's Palace pool, do a shot, <laughs> run around. We don't have to go to everything. Yeah. We're in America's playground. Yeah. That's going to be fun. Yeah. And I think 180... Plus, we can be frugal. Like, we can bring flasks or <laughs> whatever. You know, like, yeah. we can be drunk as hell the time we show up right. to all and these. Hopefully, because, you know, when you read the rundown of what the pass gets you or whatever, it basically just says access to this, access to that. And, you know, I think a lot of the parties are Bravo sanctioned, but you know that all of those under 42s, the yeah. uh, Summer House, Vanderpump, Southern Charmers, they're going out after. Yeah. And, if we vibe with them, maybe they'll just invite us and we don't need a pass for that. So I think we ask if we ever see, if we see Kyle Cook walking around, we go, Kyle, we, we love you. You know us. <laughs> Amy and I love you. Where's the party tonight with the under 42s? Yeah. We want to party with you so bad. Where are you, Shep, <laughs> we'll Craig? We'll do anything. <laughs> <laughs> just name it. <laughs> just name it, Kyle. Just tell us, where are you guys going tonight? Where are you going tonight? Off Strip. Marrakesh. Yeah. Golden Nugget. Oh, the Marrakesh. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, I think we find the biggest party animal. We ask them where they're going, and then the party will center around them. Yeah. So that's our Bravo strategy. And also, Amy and I, when we're in the mix with all of our little turtle cuties, we're partying with you. There's no, <laughs> we're not Bravo liberties. No we ifs, wanna, ands, or buts. No if, well, maybe a few buts, right? <laughs> Hopefully. We're partying. We're going to do beer bongs, shots. Let's all chug beers right on the ground on the floors of you're allowed to just drink like crazy everywhere yeah 
So, um, yeah, that'll be fun. And, um, well, on uh, Watch What Happens Live after Crappy Lake, Luann and Sonia were on and they were saying they were rating Bravo hunks or whatever. Yes. And Sonia said that she had a tete a tete with Craig yes. at BravoCon and, um, Luann said she exchanged numbers with Austin. But then I saw, but then I saw the counter to that. <laughs> Craig and, uh, Craig and Austin have a pillows and beer podcast and Austin said he's never exchanged numbers with Luann and they've never kissed before. I know. I think they totally did. And I didn't hear Craig specifically deny making love to Sonia. He, I think he says she might've got him confused with someone else in Southern term. So maybe it was Shep. You think Shep had sex with um, Sonia and got Luann's number? Maybe. Um, Maybe. uh, Honestly, uh, Again, we will get into Crappy Lake, but Ravenel and Richard, similar vibes. Billy Richard? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, very... <laughs> Just in the the French legacy way. Yeah. Billy Richard was a little <laughs> less charming to me than Thomas Ravenel initially, but they do have a similar sensibility. And Sonia was really attracted to Billy, so she you're right. it. Yeah, I read up. Finally, I got to the point where Thomas Ravenel can no longer be his number one fan. <laughs> yeah, it was settled out of court. Okay, but he admitted that he drunk as hell, pulled his pants down, forcibly kissed her, tried to take her clothes off, like awful, horrible, horrible, <laughs> He's so bad. I know it, it's very He's a bad. Demon, and it makes it definitely makes sense why Bravo fully ended their. You yeah. know, relationship with well him. he was disgraced from the start but at the beginning it was just a little cocaine yeah i think people could are okay with a little cocaine down i love that he still tried to run again despite yeah. being like a felon that was kind of wild that it started with that he yeah. was like he had a big it was like he had a big glass bowl of coke and he was <laughs> uh spreading it around at a party <laughs> and they got him for distribution because he had so much coke and he was distributing it. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, I know it's wild. <laughs> That's crazy. That show's so good. Um okay, so yeah, BravoCon minute. We're in. Um so join us if you can. We're paying, right? 550 <laughs> unless we get those coveted press passes which if you're listening to us and you love turtle time and you know some secret way for amy (laughs) and i to become press if if amy and i get press passes we're covering the (laughs) shit well we're already gonna we're already gonna like cover it as best we can but it would be so amazing if we didn't have to pay that if we could cover it for free be unencumbered yeah so if you know let us know how to get press passes and we would love that we might have to do some sort of a jerry lewis telethon to pay our way in if we need to so what would that be like raise 550 times two? Was that what is it? Yeah. 1200? Or if we come up with something really strong, we could really spring for the VIP just so that we can be nimble. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's do something where we could award people with beautiful presents and well, I don't know. Yeah, we'll figure it out. The but, turtle time awards. But I can afford, I mean, currently I can afford 550 for three days yeah. unless someone wants to pay me to go there <laughs> or we get a press We need pass. an angel sponsor. That'd be so sweet. What is there? Do you think there's any secret millionaires that listen to Turtle Time? Muhammad Hadid. Do you think he listens? Is that that's Yolanda, Yolanda's ex husband? right? Yeah. There was a uh, Yolanda reference in OC. Emily says Emily says I want to be uh, Yolanda and Muhammad. Oh Hadid right, because, right, right. Because her model daughter. Yeah. Anyway, yes. not, to, not to get too OC <laughs> early, but if we do have a secret millionaire and you love Amy and I. We'll take what what money 
<laughs> right? From Yeah, feel free to join our Patreon. I think you can put in any amount. Oh yeah. Right? Yeah, as your pledge on Patreon. And we still need to do that $500 a month tier Yeah, we want to have a, a PJ tier for like the Randall Emmets of the world that want to support us. I bet there's millionaires or billionaires that listen to Turtle Time, right? Yeah. I hope so. <laughs> I hope it's not just only people who have under a million dollars listening. <laughs> yeah, step it up, little turtles. We need the cash. Yeah, we need the cash. Okay, um, so you want to okay. talk about Emo Night really yeah. quick? Yep. Okay. So Emo Night is a beautiful, wonderful event, which you had never been to before. And no. this was my fourth time at Emo Night. Wow. So I know the ropes. I I can get around there. I know what I'm getting. But you were just, you were like, you know, <laughs> stunned, right? You were looking Coming around. Coming in blind. Yeah. And then you didn't have, you don't have a f- full association with emo music. You didn't have an emo era like I did. Yeah, not really. I mean, I knew a lot of the songs, you know, I'm from that era that a lot of it rose to the top, you know, yeah. they Jimmy were just popular the anyways. Yeah. Um, but it's not, you know, my exact preference, but it was fun and it's a well done event yes oh yeah it was cool yes they have like different rooms where different bands are playing they have the main stage where people are djing and the reason why amy and i went was because we found out that sheena katie and ariana were djing again and we assumed that other vanderpump rules cast members would be there but what we didn't assume is that every single cast member (laughs) would be there except uh sandoval right yeah yeah so it was um, James, Allie, uh, Lala, Sheena, Katie, Ariana, like yeah. we said, um, Schwartz, yeah, uh, Kristen, yeah, a rare Kristen sighting. Anyone else? Um, was Dana I, there? I I think she was, but yeah. I don't think she was in the like main area with them because maybe she didn't want to be on camera. So Amy and I were in this uh, back area, but right next to where all the Vanderpump Rules people were filming. So we were sort of like, we would every once in a while, I'll just admit it, we would peek over, <laughs> look at what they were doing. But we also had to look that way to see the stage. Yeah. So it was sort of, you know, you're peeking, but you're also trying to watch, you know, the show or whatever. Yeah. But they were filming a full scene. They got all their entrances coming to Emo Night. And then Katie, Sheena, did you go on stage when Katie, Sheena, and Ariana were DJing? No. Oh, okay. So I saw it, and I had seen their set before, but it was great. It you know it was very fun. Um, and then James was looking down on them very um, lovingly, mm-hmm. like he was so proud of them. And then Sheena says, "Hey, I've got a huge surprise for you all. I'm debuting a screamo <laughs> version of Good as Gold. Did you watch that part? Yeah. Did you like it? <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. As do you like screamo? Yeah. So in that world do you think it held up yeah i think well <laughs> so good as gold has a powerful hook um good as gold. yeah and then so you <laughs> added that screaming to it i think it adds a well it's definitely there's some ironic but she didn't even it. do it it was a different guy i wish she did it i do wish she screamed the the good as gold scream yeah. but i like when it was when she's rocking out and going I'll open Pandora's box for you. You know, you know that 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 chorus still hits with yeah. the rock um, accompaniment. Yeah. So I thought it was fun, and we got to see it twice. We got to yeah. see it in a small room. We got to see it when she was DJing. Do you think she did it again for production, or they just wanted to do it 
again. I, I think it was so nice she wanted to do it twice. <laughs> Don't you think? Yeah. Um, it was fun being in that little smaller area. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, we had a pretty good look at production and the sexy producer that everyone got to meet for the first time, at least the first time I noticed him, um, on the reunion. He's the one that tells Sandoval he can't take a break. Yeah. He's a muscular man with a mustache and he wears little booty shorts while he's working, which now whenever you look at paparazzi photos and stuff or footage, you'll see him in the background. And I almost went up to him and thanked him for his service, but I didn't want him to think I was weird. Oh, he wouldn't have. He would have loved that. <laughs> Thank you for your service. That's what um, that's what uh, Nikolai Schroeder said to us. Oh, yeah. Do you remember? Yeah. Uh, or thank you for your support. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. Um, so anyway, I mean, I didn't. We didn't see that much like uh, like storylines being developed. It seems like yeah. the storyline is going to be just hey, watch us do. It this might just awesome be a thing. pop in. Yeah. Um, no, Lala was, as she said on her Instagram, out of her element. She looked so bored she could die she never had an emo phase no. i think she had a rap i think yeah. she's more rap oriented hip-hop girly i was both yeah why exclude <laughs> one for the other plus you know she's sober and i feel like i mean i guess she's probably used to that now because so much of what they do revolves around drinking but being sober at a essentially a dance party does yeah. not sound fun to me were you getting torn up at all <laughs> Uh, drink wise i had quite a few sauvignon blanc okay nice. which luckily they had because i was afraid it would just be kind of like a vodka like hard liquor only type vibe but they had wine so yeah that was good uh uh but yeah uh it was fun you had fun yeah it was fun and uh the girlies seemed like they had a great time they keep posting about it days and days later i think katie loves it the most yeah i think first of all katie is loving the era we're in which i think she should love it Mm -hmm. she is finally seen by most people as a unsung hero Mm -hmm. for how she viewed sandoval and schwartz Mm -hmm. all these years yeah and then now that sort of a shadow has fallen upon them katie is in the light again and she's living her best life and she is so in her element when she's on stage you know listening to this emo music and and you know, performing it and stuff that I, it's infectious mm-hmm. watching Katie love this era. And I think she deserves it. So that's, that was probably the most fun aspect of it to me because Ariana got a lot of the glory. I think the first time I saw them do it mm-hmm. and then net, well, and then you know, they all really like embrace that moment. And yeah. It was great. And um, yeah, I think the emo night just experience in general is just so fun. Yeah. It was a good time. Uh, and then speaking of, I don't know, speaking of, I don't really have a spinoff, but Ariana official on Dancing with the Stars. Yes. Uh, what do you think? I don't watch <laughs> Dancing. I'm going to be fully honest. I don't watch Dancing with Stars. I don't really care about Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> and I, I I just think congratulations. It's good <laughs> for her. But like when Lisa Vanderpump was on Dancing with the Stars, I didn't care. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't watch it, so I don't care. Do you care. think she has what it takes yeah. to get the mirror ball trophy? Yeah, do you remember her dancing as <laughs> Sheena's backup dancer in season two? Yeah. I'm curious. I wonder, I mean, that's a lot of work. Yeah. And I think it's interesting, as I think we discussed when it was a rumor, but for that to coincide with the sandwich shop I timing, I think is going to be a problem. Well, oh, like she's going to be gone for a while? It's like all consuming. I think she's going to pull Lisa, like I said. 
and faint yeah and leave and say i can't do this anymore i (laughs) I just fainted um no i think she i think she'll win the entire thing it's just i'm not gonna personally gonna be gonna be watching you're not gonna watch do you watch it no but i'll watch it for that i'll watch her parts at least on youtube oh yeah okay if there's (laughs) clips of her it'll be like and ariana maddox with the cha-cha and what do they do? They so you watch them all prepare to dance, and then they have a competition with their. Partner? Every week is a different type of dance. It'll be like flamenco or cha cha or like whatever name a dance. Not that they ever would, but if they asked us to do it, would you do it? <laughs> would we be each other's partners, or yeah. would we have professional? No, partners? No, you be the first time. No, I just... need a professional. No, why can't it just be you? And I? Life's a sexy little dance, and I I like to take the lead. Who says that? Lisa. She does? That's one of her taglines? Yes. Oh, but when, that, when, she, when was she was on Dancing with the Stars, I but, think. But then when that, so then why did she fake that uh, flop? <laughs> I that? guess she doesn't like to take the lead. She likes to take a leave. What? <laughs> leave of absence on Dancing <laughs> with the Stars? What if it remember was... Remember she got so skinny because it's such a hard workout? Yeah, but her faint, if you remember correctly, <laughs> it looked sort of performative. I mean, is that mean to say that Lisa probably faked it? I mean, that's like, what everyone on the show said. They made fun of her yeah. relentlessly. She goes, oh dear, right? <laughs> yeah, she like put her hand on her head. Yeah. Um, but you know, whatever. Uh, I want yeah. Get the payday. Did you see she did the trash bags? Ariana got that trash bags deal the other day. I mean, <laughs> yes. There. I don't ever. I don't ever want this era of you know Ariana's glory to end. I think it's wonderful. She's gonna be on Love Island as well. Right. Yeah. I think that she will just have a this trajectory until next season of you know vanderpump rules because it's like dancing with the stars is going to happen love island all these endorsements i think it's very good did you see the have you been sent or seen any of the like sandoval uh footage of him being filmed a little bit i don't i am debating how much i want to look at you know what i mean i don't want to look at it yeah at all i don't i like we said last week i don't want the season 11 to be completely spoiled i'm already sort of uh i don't like so far the scenes I've seen mm-hmm. like because first of all they've been at Sir Tom Tom and Pump <laughs> yeah. 10 out of the 12 days of filming yeah. like, since when are they there every single day right. I wonder if I, that's just for ease of I think you know that's the easiest place to film because they it's have because access Sandoval would never be invited anywhere else mm-hmm. so the only place he'd get invited to is by Lisa at Sir but it's really weird to see him just sitting alone in a booth <laughs> crying while fans are surrounding him, yeah. watching him, taking photos of him. And then the rest of the group is in another section of Sir having scenes. Right. I, just, I, I sort of wish they were having a, like under the radar season yeah. where they're at Schwartz's apartment or they're at restaurants that they yeah. don't normally go to. Well, maybe that's happening too and we don't know. Or you think that everything's being reported? I think, I, I think I've seen... Uh, evidence of every single scene yeah. that's been filmed every well, single what was day. it sheena was yelling at sheena sandoval the other day yelling at him and sir ali they they yelled at schwartz uh apparently they all you know they all went to pump to say goodbye it's just like i think they got to get off the that you know strip right. Vanderpump maybe Row for they're bit. getting that out of the way first yeah and then and then raquel is still in uh negotiations right yeah is, well someone yeah, yeah someone f- fakely reported that she had signed her contract but that's not okay. true and they're all again this is i guess uh spoilery even though i don't know if any of it's real but apparently they're going to tahoe they are yeah 
Wait, how'd you hear that? I don't know. Okay. I'm kind of interested in that. <laughs> like they're going as a group to Tahoe for, I don't know, like, but Lisa's, is Lisa's restaurant not going to be open for a long time, right? <laughs> Wait, this, this, we, we said this last time. Tahoe is not where Kyle Richards' uh, Kimasabi is. That's Aspen. That's Aspen. Okay. Yeah. That's her stomping grounds. Lake Tahoe is trying to make, or Lisa is trying to make Lake Tahoe yeah. her new stomping Tahoe. Grounds. So do you think they're going to like be groundbreaking on Wolf? <laughs> Ooh, cut a ribbon. Yeah, right? Because it's called Wolf by Vanderpump, right? Yeah. Lisa, oh, give Lisa credit. <laughs> the fact that she is able to maintain herself in every single storyline of this upcoming season is wild. Yeah. She is not a cardboard cutout like Jax no. called her. No. Also, where the hell? We kept, we keep hearing time and time again that Jax is going to make an appearance somewhere and he's nowhere to be found. Yeah, we heard that he's coming to emo night. And I was like, the, the juxtaposition of Jax watching... People seeing the used or Blink-182. It's like, I couldn't even imagine it. No. I was so excited. And he didn't show up. I didn't get my hopes up. I he, knew he wasn't coming. He's also lying and saying that he's in. he got cast in Vanderpump Rules again. And there's just no way. I think he's totally in that spinoff that I think is... I don't even know if they're going to There hasn't that. even been an update since th- they announced it. I think that was a testing the waters. Yeah. I think it was to see how people react and the reaction was mixed. I feel like the comments, people were like womp womp yeah, like people like, were like i hate them no thanks yeah it's not it couldn't be a proper spinoff like we said without more of the vanderpump rules yeah. cast members and then if you're why would why are you splitting up the cast if if that's the but case But then there was that video there's so much footage everywhere these days but peter and Kristen in sir alley and Kristen is wearing her green dress that she wore to pick up the cable box what was that for? That was apparently to promote the latest episode of her podcast that features uh, Peter as a okay. guest. So it was kind of, I would say, a big presentation for... Well, I don't know. I mean, her podcast is cool and it's nice, but I thought that would be... I thought that green dress wouldn't be pulled out except for, for <laughs> yeah. a more iconic event. Yeah. But, you know. It should go to BravoCon, though. Right. The dress. Lindsay Hubbard said that. Yeah. Unfortunately, well, I... What- a broken clock is worth, uh, what is that? <laughs> right, right. Correct. Twice a day. Yeah, right. That's true, though, when you think well, about it. Well, we have, so the Jack's sweater is now framed. Yes. Hopefully they bring that. Kim's wig. Kim's wig. Um, Teresa, or um, Tamara's breast implants. The bunny. The table that Teresa flipped. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, they have a lot of, I think they have a lot of reunion dresses um, on display at... BravoCon. What are some other iconic items? Well, uh, yeah, I don't know. You did you already say the bunny? Yeah, that's oh, that, that's probably the most the iconic bunny. I bet Sheena's good as gold record is going to go in there. Oh yeah, that'd be good. Um, I don't know. What's another iconic Bravo item? I don't know, but the green they should dress. have Dana Wilkie's twenty five thousand dollars sunglasses. Oh, that would be so good. Do you think she still has those? <laughs> she should. I bet she does. Do you think they were actually twenty five thousand? Probably lying, but doesn't she have a podcast? I feel like she keeps coming up as yeah. a provocateur. She's probably should be in the Hall of Fame for one of the biggest flops in <laughs> uh, Housewives history. Very entertaining, though. You thought so? <laughs> She's just like an embarrassment. I thought she was so the most one of the most embarrassing scenes I've ever seen is when she would got very very um, drunk. <laughs> no, <laughs> when she was saying to Kyle Richards like to get on the show, she was like, "I love you. We've got to go on a trip. We should all go together. We are a total trio, you and I." And Kyle's like, "I don't even know this person very well." She was like just going for it's it. It's great. Yeah, Ugh. I didn't. I mean. 
Yeah, I guess it was fun to watch from the worst, like, cringe Yeah, uh, she's, like, still trying out there. Yeah. Um, okay, so then, uh, I guess the, speaking of Kyle, that whole situation is still pending, I guess. They just said, Kyle and Mauricio said they're, oh. mind your business, we're figuring it out. Oh, yeah, I was just thinking while you said that Kyle's little cowboy hat that he put on his penis at his 40th birthday <laughs> yeah. for the Bravo. Yeah, put it uh, in a glass case. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, so we did... They're still separated, though, right? Yeah, I, they basically... They said there's no truth to anything about a divorce, but they're like, we've had a hard year, we're working it out, whatever, and then they posted on 4th of July, Mauricio posted an Aspen family photo saying, hey guys, like, is anything going on? You know, yeah. He um, said that. Yeah. <laughs> Have I missed anything lately? Something like that. Oh, Mauricio. Um, which, you know, I don't know what's going on. Uh, I wish the best for them. Some people are hypothesizing that they think she's trying to get a storyline, but I'm like, then why did she wait till after they were done filming? I, uh, I mean, uh, I don't know. I guess Kyle doesn't really do a lot of stuff for a storyline, right? No. She's not, she doesn't do that provocative of a thing for a storyline. Um, no. I, yeah. And plus, one of her most endearing qualities is her and Mauricio's relationship and how yeah. much they love each other. So I don't think she would like take that away. Yeah. Um, I agree. I don't, um, yeah, I don't but know. I do like, I wish, I think that the whole family wedding thing with all the sisters was after the season. I would have loved to see that. What thing? Um, uh, Kim's daughter's wedding in Aspen. Uh, all the three sisters were together again. They go to Kimasabi. They're, uh, you know, it wasn't on the show. I don't think so. I yeah. think they had already wrapped, which is disappointing, but probably best for their family. Yeah, totally. I think BH uh, this season is going to be one of the biggest flops in the world. Flopperino. Because we, the cast was already teetering on being so boring with Rena in it. Yeah. And I, I think Rena is horrendous. <laughs> the worst, one of the worst housewives of all time. But without her, it's even more bland. Yeah. I mean, at least she tried to be awful. <laughs> all of our uh, hopes and dreams are resting on Crystal Minkoff's shoulders. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> to, to provide drama? I don't... Can you imagine anything worse? Oh, I, I can't. And it's like, I can't. I mean, it seems like... The only like a, good thing she's offered is her leather pants so that Sutton could yell at her and call her pants ugly. Yeah, so <gasps> Those far. should be in the museum. Oh, those leather pants. Yeah. Yeah, that was so <laughs> iconic of Sutton. They sort of... They really... Um, Sutton really gets the brunt of all of their ire because she's sort of instantly iconic and I think everybody likes Sutton. So mm-hmm. them all hating Sutton and acting shitty towards Sutton is kind of interesting because you can tell how like jealous they are of the love Sutton gets was uh are we I get so confused about the timeline like was last season I already forgot that woman's name the yes Diana Jenkins yeah where was she from where is she from yeah Bavaria or that's not a country um (laughs) Bulgaria maybe I guess I don't Yugoslavia that's not a country either um, you know, <laughs> Bosnia. Bosnia. Thanks, right. Jimmy. Thank you so much, Jimmy. Our geopolitics <laughs> expert. Yeah. So yeah, uh, war torn, war torn, war torn, Bosnia. Bosnia. <laughs> but she was 
a terrible housewife. Oh, oh, yeah. One of the I worst just, of all time. I just said Diana Wilkins was the worst. Diana <laughs> Jenkins. What, who? Sorry, Wilkie. Diana yeah. Jenkins was the worst housewife. She was on par been. with uh, Peggy on OC. Do you remember her? Uh, her husband oh. owned the luxury cars. Peggy. I think they were. Uh, um, was she like a, a second season? There was one house. Oh, there's OC. two Peggies. There was one house we have no see where she never had a scene with any of the other <laughs> cast members. She was just on her own having this like dating journey and she was fired after one season. I don't think that was Peggy. Um, there was a, I'm blanking on, I don't want to say the, the wrong country that she's from, but um, she was <laughs> like just I a did. stick in the mud. <laughs> okay. Uh, and she sucked and she, she was one of the, if it, Anyone out there remembers Peggy from OC, car dealership. I think her tagline had to do with luxury cars. I don't know. She was just fucking awful. Okay. Um, but yeah, in the pantheon of terrible housewives. I also, uh, I don't think she was bad, just kind of boring. But you know who I forgot about? Who? Quinn. The Quinn. cougar from Quinn. OC. Quinn is who I was talking about okay. in season two. She... Didn't have any organic <laughs> friendships with any of the other cast members, so she would just have scenes on her own exploring her dating life, yeah. and she never fit in. And then they just she got fired after. It one would season. always just be about that she was like Christian and horny. Yes, that was Quinn. That's who I was talking about. So before, that's what I was talking about. We should do a top ten. I mean, it's mean, but we should do a top ten worst housewives. Yeah, Diana Jenkins is probably in my top three. Sonia, I think it was Sonia chose. Um, Cindy Barship as her least favorite. Cindy is completely underrated. They you were like so her? they were so awful to her because <laughs> she came in as a new cast member and they were so jealous of screen time and and really trying to crowd someone out. Like that was the first uh, very clear uh, thing I've ever seen where people were intentionally trying to block out a cast member yeah. to, to get them fired so they wouldn't take their shine. Yeah, Cindy actually had some fun moments and she was cool on her own she just got no screen time and no one would interact with her at all ramona yeah. was probably the worst oh my God. yeah when they got into uh that thing in the hamptons and then there was something weird about a funeral and disrespecting ramona was disrespectful at a funeral or something like that because did because someone was wearing the guy the guy's pants or his jacket or something, wasn't it? <laughs> something like that. Like giving a New Jersey pajamas. Yeah, totally. Um, but anyways, um, yeah, there's definitely one season wonders out there that are just not worth mentioning. But um, so yeah, prayers for Kyle Mauricio and then Kim and Croy on TikTok. I keep getting time and again updates including body cam footage which it's so crazy that that's just public i know um but it's like they're going through some intense shit i'm like concerned yeah but but they called off the divorce yeah so first we heard they were getting divorced then we saw them all going to church and they they were like they looked their best and then an announcement came that they were not divorcing so some people think that this was some like tax Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't even know enough about. Well, that's what everyone thought about Erica and Tom too. That their divorce was a ruse for tax reasons. I mean, like um, she wouldn't want to divorce <laughs> Tom Girardi, right? <laughs> After all, totally. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I believe. It. I mean, especially people are saying with Kim and Croy that if there is going to be something, uh, yeah, about taxes or fraud, 
that they want to not if like stuff is in the divorce then it's public because mm-hmm. it's like a trial mm-hmm. and then there's the, there's a thing of that they couldn't uh wouldn't have to testify against each other it, that's a real thing i think so and which is so weird it seems know. fake that's a scene there's a thing there's an episode of sopranos where uh, adriana thinks that's the truth so she oh. wants to marry christopher so she can't testify <laughs> and then the lawyer she gets legal advice and they go that's only on television right that's not true at we all we should look it up i i'm i pretty i'm pretty sure that's a, a television convention falsehood yeah i mean it sounds fake so um, well, are you glad especially if you have yeah if you've been uh called to the stand i feel like like why why would they honor that it's kind of there's not like privilege it's not like attorney client privilege or like doctor privilege your honor that's his (laughs) wife get her off the stand now she can't (gasps) testify against her husband right (laughs) yeah they didn't know that they were married they were married last night in a secret at 11 59 in vegas yeah she can no longer testify (laughs) against him get her off the stand your honor mistrial i object (laughs) that's a little snippet from Conover and Catania. Can, can Conover and Catania be the first scripted show? Can we write it? <laughs> yeah. Remember when Bravo had a scripted no, era? No. There was like Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce. They no. had a little scripted era. Was it good? No. <laughs> At all? <laughs> Honestly, I didn't really watch it. I want one scripted show that you and I get to script. <laughs> I would. We would try. We know so much After about. After the writer's strike. <laughs> Well, I'll be damned. Exactly. Bye, Jimmy. Bye, Jimmy. <laughs> you know what? You're exactly right. I think we should wait until after the writer's strike is over before we try to scab and get a, what, a series. Yeah, although they might be desperate for content right now. This might be our only way in. <laughs> so maybe we should talk maybe off mic about what we should <laughs> do with this uh, new scripted show. Did you hear what the studios, uh, the quote that leaked that they're all like, the executives are like, we're going to go take this strike on as long as we can yeah. until they start losing their homes. It's going to be one cold <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> it, was, it was written by Ebenezer Scrooge. Literally. What the fuck? The Grinch and Ebenezer Scrooge got together and crafted what the studio executives should say to look the absolute worst. I'm literally picturing like Kermit and the little rats working for Michael Caine in the Muppet Christmas. So cold. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they can't write anything. And yeah, I mean, it's that that was powerful imagery. But I've heard that that is just like, I've heard that that's just fodder. To make the writers <laughs> scared, <laughs> like it's so ridiculous. It's like it's like and a then movie Bob script. Iger. This he he, he said reported live from a like billionaires conference yeah. in Sundance Davos, <laughs> right? What is that? Davos is the is the thing in Succession that all the oh, billionaires right. yeah, go exactly. to the world leaders go to. They're all wearing like fleece he goes, vests. These, he goes, these riders are in for a cold <laughs> winter. They go, wait till they have their houses taken from them. Then they'll want to ride. He basically said that this is a very inconvenient and bad time for yeah. the strike and that the writers are hurting the industry by doing this. Yeah. Well, and he I mean, made like $50 million last year. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they, yeah, I saw that. I mean, they, it, once the actors strike, right, which I think it's is happening, happening yeah. it's happened. I mean, it's going to be over. Yeah. Like, they, they have to come to an agreement within 30 days because I, I don't think... They can't shoot anything. I don't think, yeah, Hollywood can just end, you know, 
that we got long. the Barbie press tour in under the wire. That was great. Oppenheimer <laughs> locked in. Mission yeah. Impossible's locked in. Yeah. Apparently, they can still do commercials. They can still do student films. Oh. This would be a good time. <laughs> we're non-SAG, right? No. And we're not Writers Guild. Non-union you, across the board. You and I could really quickly put up a student film <laughs> and cast it with some A-list stars who just want, you know, a little bit of scratch on the side. Yeah. Non-union. Yeah. But we'd have to be we'd have to be associated with the USC or something. Okay. Do you happen to have your college email address <laughs> still? Mm, I don't think I do, but okay. maybe we could just. I might have my ID somewhere. <laughs> um, so you're you're we shouldn't we shouldn't be pitching or writing anything in solidarity with writers, even though we're not WGA. I think so. Uh, even if we have some old ideas on scrap paper. Maybe if they're ready to shoot, that's up to the studio, but... True. Do you think, do you believe that theory that the studio executives are just sort of bluffing, just trying to make it the worst case scenario, just so that the writers will fold early before it gets to be that cold, cold winter? <laughs> I think they mean it. Oh, really? I think they're like the executives in The Idol. Did you watch The Idol? I didn't. Was that I'm surprised worth... you didn't watch it. Well, I, I heard it was so bad and I didn't like Euphoria. So, and okay. this was supposed to be even worse than Euphoria. No, so yeah, I was it's like, definitely I... worse than... I kind of like Euphoria. Um, this is all the worst parts of Euphoria times okay. 10. Okay. But they have executives that are just cartoonish ghouls. Oh, yeah. That are like, <laughs> like, mental illness is so hot right now. <laughs> uh, yeah. Right. Okay. All so right. they're kind of like that. So do you... Okay. But you don't like the show. You don't need to watch it. I just thought maybe with your penchant for popular music of that ilk, I maybe you would watch it. I love The weekend, and I am a contrarian, so everyone hating on The Idol made me think maybe I would actually like it, but I don't like Euphoria. I don't like the guy who wrote Euphoria, and I've heard this is worse, so I'm just yeah. not even... I, I mean, if you're not it. in the market, I would say its moment has passed. There's no reason that you need to watch it now. Is The weekend? does it make The weekend seem kind of lame because his <laughs> acting is bad? He's so bad. Oh, man. Uh, it's really weird. It's hard to understand what they were going for because he has a rat tail in it, right. and he's wearing, like, I don't know, I guess I don't know what The weekend's real teeth look like or his current teeth because he's wearing or has insane chiclet teeth. Um, Aren't they like vampire teeth too, or no? They're Is like that... straight across, oh, okay. Okay. like a block of okay. white squares uh, that look so stupid. Um, and it's hard to understand if you don't understand why she's falling for him because he's both unattractive, weird and creepy and not hot. So you're like, yeah. what? <laughs> right. Well, I guess it's like it's supposed to be like a cult leader, but right. he doesn't have the charisma, I assume, right. of a cult to leader. Deserve. Guy. And then um the only saving grace I would say is um that chick um what's her name? Uh Rachel Sinat? Yeah. Oh, she's good in it. She's funny because she's like the only one on the show that's like the fuck is happening? Oh, like they good. keep her it, in to be like he's a creep. What are you doing? Like viewer he's surrogate. gross. Yeah. Okay. So, but yeah, you don't need to watch it. It's upsetting at times, um potentially offensive. Um but yeah. Um that is, was the idle minute. Is Lily Depp <laughs> Rose good in it? Lily Rose Depp. Lily Rose Depp. Yeah, there's something there. Um but there's like a twist at the end that makes you question the entire performance because I won't spoil it, but can what we? you think is the truth turns out to have been a lie. Can we just have a 20-second spoiler and we just tell people? Because I, I do want to hear it. Is it quick to explain the twist? 
Sure. Okay. Do you care? No. 20, 20 seconds. All right. Okay. Uh, idol spoiler right now. Amy is going to tell me what happens at the end of the idol because I will never watch it. So 20 seconds. Fast forward right now. Okay. So at the beginning, you re- it's a real, her mom has died and she's very upset about that. And that's part of why she's having a mental breakdown. She meets this cult leader. Then it's revealed. She says that her mom used to beat the shit out of her with a brush. Um, and so then he uses it as a <gasps> sexual tool and like beats her with a brush and it's like really upsetting and she's like under his palm and the, all these artists that are living in the house are unable to escape his abuse and it's really scary and then at the end it turns out that her mom like never did that and that she was controlling him but when you if you watch it again on with that understanding it wouldn't make any fucking sense how is she controlling him she just it turns out she's been the one in power all along like she fed him the lie and he did what she wanted but she wanted to be beaten by that brush i guess it doesn't make sense okay the thing. all right, all right. <laughs> spoiler <laughs> the idol's over. we're in an hour and two minutes did we talk about everything we wanted to talk about before we get into our three different bravo franchises <laughs> that we want to talk about i think so should we take a little ad break and then get into yeah. it let's take an ad break and then just so everyone knows, Amy and I are going to talk about the newest, latest episode of Atlanta. Yep. Two episodes of the OC generally, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. We're not going to go yeah. in depth. This is just general. Yeah. And then the <laughs> cr- crappie lake. Crappie. Crappie lake. lake. So, <laughs> so, and then we'll, we'll divide the segments so you know Atlanta's happening, OC is happening, and then crappie lake. We are on a Bravo journey today, and we just are getting started. So why did we talk about Catch Me If You Can so long? (laughs) Okay, break. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. We're back. Hello. Um... All right, so we're going to start with Atlanta. Yes. Uh, Sunday's episode called Better Late Than Ugly. Right. Which was a Kenya quote. Yep. Something amazing (laughs) that Kenya said. I've never heard that before. Had you heard that before? I don't think so. It's It's pretty good. I mean, better late than (laughs) ugly. Yeah, I think that was amazing. Uh, Which we can get into whether or not we think she succeeded on looking good for that event i had opinions oh okay good all right well that's good i didn't have any opinions on it um so we last week we talked about a we did a full you know recap of one through eight very generally just how we feel about it um 
I guess just at the top, I think this episode continued a sort of descent down in quality. Yeah. I was sort of, I was sort of, I don't know, I guess mixed on the first eight episodes. It was sort of boring, but there was still some fun stuff. Yeah. This felt to me like mostly filler. Yeah. Pretty boring despite the fact that they had a reunion of OGs. You would think that would be exciting and it was actually so boring. Well, there's a reason why Lisa Wu and Deshaun were fired <laughs> right. because they are very bad on They're just television. normal people. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, well, yeah, we'll get into it, but yeah, um, this, this was, if someone was trying to pinpoint a, a, a mark of, you know, Atlanta being in a flop era, you right. could point to this episode. Yeah. But then there at the end, there was a mid season trailer that alludes to some big drama to come, including a lesbian storyline with yep. Drew. Yes. Which I'm like, is this just now every city and every series is gonna have a housewife meet a butch woman <laughs> who steals her from her husband? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> it's but- the selling sunset uh way. Cause I don't watch it anymore, but Chrishell, the star of yeah, Selling Sunset, right. used to be married to an actor from the show This Is Us, right? and he left her, and now she's with a woman named G-Flip. Oh, okay. And then and then <laughs> people are saying that Kyle is doing a similar thing yeah. with Morgan Wade yeah. Uh, thing. Yeah, I mean, this. I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> I think, actually... I think it's just she kisses someone for Todd Tucker's movie, right? And Ralph gets uh, mad, gets mad about the boundaries of kissing actors or whatever. Which is like that, that right. happens all the time. People right. who are insecure about the relationship don't want. I mean, even Todd was, you know, sort of upset with Candy having a, a you know, a sex scene in her movie. Yeah, it's just something that happens. So I think that might be overblown. Yeah, but then the only interesting thing from the trailers drew seems very caught off guard when they ask her to talk about it and she goes i don't know what i can say and what i can't say but that might be about like her divorce or something i don't know yeah i think so i'm interested to see i didn't think we would see todd's movie be filmed this (laughs) season yeah so that's i'm interested to see todd (laughs) and his executive producer yeah i want more todd i i love todd yeah i uh, to me, I think we talked about it last week, but Mama Joyce, Candy, and Todd's drama to me is the most compelling yeah. because I know it's real. It's been so long lasting. <laughs> 10 years. And it had this eruption at BravoCon, which they keep talking about. Yeah. So it's like in the zeitgeist still. And I really, yeah, I just, I want, like we said, either Candy or Todd to get to a limit where they just can't stand how mama Joyce talks yeah. to them. They can't stand for it anymore. Yeah. I liked at the beginning of this episode, Todd lets their dog in the bed and yeah. Candy's like, why are you letting her in the bed? And he's like, that's my baby Goldie. She's yeah. just living her life. And I I'm like, that. we love letting a dog in the bed. Yeah. And I don't even think he even <laughs> let her. Did she well, just, she, she just jumped came up. and he wasn't mad about it. Yeah, that and was... Candy was like, get, off of there yeah candy doesn't like dogs in bed that's kind of sad i didn't i thought candy would be i can't more... imagine not letting my pets in my bed oh. are you kidding it's so fun what's the point I, yeah I, I mean obviously archie went to our bed the first night he ever lived with us he sleeps under the covers he's so sweet i mean i guess some people are more disciplined about they have boundaries with their dogs but I don't want boundaries. Me neither. And I wipe <laughs> Archie's uh, butt anytime he goes to the bathroom. So there's no like... Oh, you do? Yeah. So there's no like poop on it. I mean, just so there's no like lingering 
um, what's that called? <laughs> Dingleberry. <laughs> yeah. So th- that's that's the one precaution you could take if you just don't want, you know, a dog to get. That's the good thing about cats is that they lick their own asshole. Do they write after they go to the bathroom? Well, they know that it needs to be kept clean. Although some long hair cats, it can be a challenge because really? shit gets stuck in there. Do they? Uh, this is like <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't even ask it. But so you know their tongue, you know is yeah. But cool. they're not like dogs. They don't lick you. So oh, they don't. It's fine. Cats don't lick. I mean, it's. I'm not going to say it's never happened, but I would say it's rare. You know what's kind of sad is my dog George Michael doesn't lick me anymore. Why? He's 17. Are you sour? I'm sour. I taste bad. <laughs> Anytime he does lick me, he has this disgusted face. No, he just, I don't know, licking is not in his life anymore. It's kind of sad. I mean, that's sad, but also kind of nice because I bet, I mean, we love him, but I bet his breath smells as oh. all pets George- of a certain age do. George's breath. <laughs> is on another (laughs) level of stench to where you almost can't quantify it. Has he had any teeth extracted? No, but he has teeth that will just fall out of his mouth. (laughs) It's it's like a cavernous pit that smells like shit in his mouth. (laughs) Anyway. All right. Okay. So that was the tooth pet minute. Yeah. So, but I'll say like just this episode is structured with 20 minutes of just pure boredom. Yeah. Like, Like, Nothing is happening. It's 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 Kenya's commercial for her hair care. Yeah, it's the charity planning. Charity planning, and then the event, the actual charity event was good. It was like I thought it was entertaining, but it wasn't enough to sustain an episode to no. get this up to the level of a good episode. Yeah. Um, what did you think about um, Kenya's suitor named Roy, spelled R O I? Uh, the jury is still out for me on Roy. He brought a breakfast burrito to set, and he was sweet with Brooklyn. Did you see what his business is called? No, Roy. Kale me crazy. Kale me crazy, like the, like K A L E, like mm-hmm. the the lettuce yeah. the plant. No, <laughs> that's what the bag. He's said. a kale guy. Yeah, he's a health food man well i i didn't get you know i i didn't have any reservations about roy but he also didn't talk enough no he was fine i just feel like she was really acting like she had a celebrity guest or something and i'm like who the fuck is this guy we don't know this guy and you're the one telling us that he's this the most prestigious like amazing (laughs) guy she was like this is my production i'm like okay whatever you just like bought out of space it's not that impressive yeah so i (laughs) you know i don't have any opinions on roy Yet he didn't do anything awful. You no, know. Uh, I feel like he's not going to appear again. <laughs> it's just going to be yeah. All of her partners are kind of weird. What do you think's going Secret. on? What do you think's going on? I don't know. Kenya has uh, the worst track record, I think, with suitors. Yeah, there was a one guy who I was reminded of in like a flashback that like broke all the windows of her garage oh or whatever God. and started yeah. like, crying. Is in the he car. the guy that went on the trip with them? I think um, so. And she kept being like, we should get married. And he was like, ha ha, no. <laughs> yeah. And then is is Mark uh, Brooklyn's dad? Yes. He he um, he also, I mean, they had a horrible relationship. Yeah, he seemed like an asshole. Camera. He was awful to her. Which and- like, I don't even, I mean, I think Kenya's entertaining, but I don't like her as a person. And even like the men she dates are so bad that it makes me feel sorry for her, oh, which yeah. is I kind like, of hard to do. I like Kenya as a person. Yeah. I, I thought she was the... The worst villain I had ever seen when she came on, you know, the, 
the season five or whatever, I was like, like I don't know if I'll ever like this person. And since I now think she's like top three. Now you're twirling all day. Gone with the wind. Fabulous. (laughs) I love her. I mean, she is, you can see she's really rude to like her staff and stuff. And like she's, she's, she wants everything to be like a certain way or whatever, but I don't know. I, I would want to be friends with. Did you ever talk to, you know, um, Dave that you used to work with? P. Dave P. I looked at Kenya's IMDb because of this episode and saw I had a mutual connection in terms of work. He, he worked with her. He right? said she was an absolute terror. Well, like, I mean, he, I've talked to him about it multiple times, and he said, like, he gets like he's a very even keel yes. guy. Oh yeah, One of he the, gets like pissed when he talks about her. She was awful. Yeah, like a demon. Oh no! Can I? Uh, because you were so honest and shared with me, I'm going to share with you another fact. This is going to—I think this is going to blow your mind. I talked to someone who was a producer on a project that Candy was involved with. She said Candy was the worst person she's ever interacted with in her life oh, in production. No. Candy. She said that Candy. This is awful. This is awful. But this is a first-hand source yeah and, and, but uh, let me caveat this by saying there are a million things that could have been happening with candy <laughs> just offset that led her to this yeah but i'm just saying firsthand account candy she said treated her very badly very rudely and would turn it on the minute that the camera came on like laugh and pick up her spirits to be traditional candy and then immediately when cameras were down would revert to (laughs) so nasty and so rude so nasty and so rude and i'll say personally that blew me away because i have loved candy since the first minute she ever appeared yeah and i almost can't imagine that someone would be able to fake being the generous fun cool person that candy is and and then actually secretly be rude to everyone so i think i have to chalk that up to maybe a one-off occasion (laughs) i'm not right that's not fully swaying me i will say you know tbd but i i not to give her benefit of the doubt but she seems tired like maybe she does too much i want to give her every benefit of the doubt you can because i don't want (laughs) my world well like uh, even on, on this episode at that mommy oh, whatever brunch she had driven in from nashville yeah. they did her schedule she had something at 9 a.m the brunch was at 10 45 yeah. which i'm like so when you're watching all those women in full glam they got there by 10 45 i can't even imagine getting ready by that time i mean that's early for an event yeah and also imagine being a celebrity where every single encounter you have is scrutinized and you're not going to mm give a hundred percent you just can't be nice and sweet to everyone depending on everything that's going on in your day so i always i generally take with a grain of salt like on dumois and stuff they'll be like i serve such and such coffee and he was such a dick and i'm like i mean if i'm nice to people in general i try to be very friendly and like say thank you and whatever but like you're not always in the fucking mood and everyone has such high expectations for your interaction with them because they're like, this is my one moment with this person. I have one moment with them. And they're they like, have- you're just like all day long. Every single person I see is want something from me. That's why if you're a celebrity, just say, I love you so much. I love you. I love you. Give somebody a hug <laughs> and then 
say, I got to go. I'm sorry. It's an urgent business. Then you're good. Yeah. You just told everyone <laughs> you love them and it's over. You well, know that's who what else? A, sorry. Oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. Sarah Jessica Parker um, said, I was listening to her on Howard Stern. And she said that sometimes when people ask her for photos and stuff, she is like, the government, she's like, I can't take photos by orders of the government. Oh, like she says something like weird and then like goes away. That's amazing. That's good. <laughs> you know who else I heard was a secret uh, dickhead that you'd never imagine? Secret full blown dickhead. Who? Do you want to hear? Yeah. I'm going to bleep this out. <laughs> Adam Scott. Really? Yeah. Wouldn't you not think that? I mean, I believe it most of the time. I'm ready to have that be the case. As like, like with this whole Jonah Hill thing that's oh, happening right now. I'm like, I'm like, come on. I knew Jonah Hill was of course. an asshole. <laughs> but I think a lot of people are like blown away. His every single character, they can't write him differently. They can't <laughs> well, write him. I mean, him. they literally wrote him for This is the End. Right, like. <laughs> right. They can't, they, they, there's never been a character where Jonah Hill has been a sweet, endearing, not sarcastic <laughs> asshole yeah. type guy and now all the clips are uh did you see that one of seth rogan saying uh they said who's the hardest person you've worked with and they were like gonna list him and like before they list them he goes jonah period really yeah it's just the like, hardest- he's kind of joking but like yeah he's not joking but like i, I was just watching this is the end last night to fall asleep <laughs> it's funny oh it is so good <laughs> danny mcbride in that movie it's so specific i can't believe it was like a major I know. release. It feels like it was made for like our demographic, <laughs> exactly. People who had grown up on, I mean, but obviously that's the world. Like, the Michael Sarah bit. Yeah. And like Aziz and sorry, gets like thrown into like a pit. Yeah. Oh, oh <laughs> yeah. It was so like LA comedy scene or whatever, <laughs> but also like the Seth Rogen, Judd yeah. Apatow yeah, universe. The demonic Danny McBride stuff is really funny. Uh, oh, he's so good. And then I just watched, <laughs> I just got to the part cause I don't remember. I only watched it once, but where Jonah Hill is like praying for, uh, Justin Long to die like he's been so nice to Justin Long the entire time and then his evil veneer finally shines through it's funny yeah. they used to be roommates I listened to Justin Long's podcast and Justin Long and, and Jonah, Jonah Hill yeah. oh so that's the Jonah party. Hill lived in like a closet so that's the party that they invited that 16 year old to go to and Jonah Hill kissed her did you hear that oh, no oh Oh, people, now, people now all are, the stories are coming. Yeah. He, well, I watched, sorry, not to be the Jonah Hill minute. I watched that movie Stutz on Netflix that he made about his therapist. Oh, right. Because I was like, I wanted to mine for Intel. Oh, like good, good call. in retrospect. And it's whatever. It's like indulgent and like kind of boring. But uh, his mom is on it and he like confronts his mom about how she treated him as like a fat child. Oh. And uh, not confronts, it's a gentle conversation. I thought he was overly loved, probably. Yeah, it's just he talks about how self-conscious he was growing up and that his mom, you know, would try and get him to lose weight and that he felt bad about that and stuff like this. Um, But I just got the vibe that his mom thinks he's an asshole, too. Really? And his sister, Beanie, just got married like two months ago. And her wedding was on the same weekend that his child was born. And I'm like, you have one sibling and you planned your wedding for the weekend of his child's birth. He has a child? Yeah. And is he married to someone? I don't know if they're married. Um, but, but it was his ex-girlfriend who shared those boundaries yes. that he had. Did you like those boundaries? <laughs> I love all the memes that are coming. It's like my <laughs> right. summer plans. It's like <laughs> surfing with guys, uh, <laughs> hanging out with my psycho <laughs> friends. <laughs> Showing my skin in a bikini? <laughs> yeah. It, it is great. Uh, yeah. I mean, 
I don't know. I, I think, think I, I have complicated <laughs> feelings about the whole thing because on one hand, I think this is a good conversation to be had because it's a very specific type of, I don't know if you want to go as far to call it abuse, but just like shithead controlling behavior yeah. that I think is a good thing for to be on people's minds as like you can tell someone to fuck off or that like that's whack and yeah. whatever. Um, but at the same time, I'm like, why is this public knowledge? Like if, if it's one thing, if someone's like a rapist yeah. and like the public needs to be warned, but this is kind of just like minutia to me. I, yeah, I guess I, I think I don't see why we, you know, as the world needs <laughs> need to, to know be involved. It. Huh? Yeah. We don't need to be involved. I don't need to be involved with it, but I it did confirm some <laughs> suspicions I had about this public person. Yeah. And so to see evidence that this, presumed asshole <laughs> yeah. is actually as big of an asshole as I imagine yeah. he could be. There's some shot in Freud. There is some shot in Freud, which yeah. is not good. I, you know, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't have uh, never known uh, uh, about that. <laughs> I do think his boundary, I mean, his boundaries were silly. Yeah. Well, also he, she was a surfer when they met and their first interaction was him replying to her photos of her surfing in a bikini. So that's what drew his eye in the first place. And he didn't want anybody else to look upon <laughs> her body in a swimsuit. Yeah, like, fuck off. <laughs> that's Jonah Hill for you. Yeah, I'm not into his whole, like, zen surfer 2.0 persona. Me neither. He's had a lot of rebrands, it seems. <laughs> and this one but, is uh, probably the worst. I wonder if he's texting with Leo right now. What should I do? Probably. <laughs> Leo's like... Leo has never been in the public eye like for one second, right? I mean, he has been, but he's never like... <laughs> well, he keeps it on yeah, the down Like you low. don't know really anything about yeah. him. Yeah. Giselle never released texts. Really? About Leo. Well, anyways, that was the Jonah minute, but... Um, yeah, people need to hear about that. <laughs> um, I So I want to say, even though we just said that Kenya was completely awful on set and that candy was completely awful on set take that with a grain of salt you never know what people are going through also they interact with a million people every month and you yeah. have to imagine the ratio of good to bad um but like i said if you're a celebrity just say i love you i love you i love you I i'm so sorry i have to go my wife uh, needs me or my <laughs> husband needs me or my significant other and then run yeah but just say i love yeah just get out of yeah there. Um, oh, uh, last thing I'll say, because it combines the two topics, Bethany said that when she was on the Tonight Show with Jonah Hill, that he was a dick to her, and he made her feel like a small piece of shit. Bethany said that? Mm. Yeah. Man. So. Yeah, yeah, well. And she's met a lot of celebs. I know. Well, Jonah Hill's whole shtick was being awful and mean, like his character in Superbad, this is yeah. the end, all, everything he's done. He's like, he's like a like a pretentious dickhead type guy. Yeah. Right. Um, so, and then he, so he was sort of validated in that persona and you think, I guess it validates you in sort of life. Like this is why people come to me. Right. For this persona. Right. And then it reinforces, oh, and also being successful reinforces your bad behavior. Right. Especially once he got into like the Oscar category. Yeah. Someone, someone very wise said once that, <laughs> celebrity and fame it doesn't turn you into a different person but if there's an inkling of like a bad spirit or like ethically you know morally corrupt behavior in your in in yourself fame and celebrity just magnifies that yeah but the people who don't really have that it, it can 
turn you, but usually the people that just had good spirits and were kind and considerate, that just evolves throughout. Yeah. But there are so many opportunities for you to um, get awful yeah. as you climb the ladder of success. You know who would be really disappointing that just came to mind? I can't believe that she would be bad is Amy Adams. Has anyone said she's bad? No. I don't think so. But I'm just saying. You know, you know what also is to think about this is this is the total hollywood minute if there's an actor that you think is like really amazing and they just start to have a bad career and they're not in good movies for a long period of time the odds are that they are just so horrible to work with that, yeah. that everyone in hollywood knows that they can't be on movie sets anymore because they are just too awful yeah and that goes around casting directors talk about it directors talk about it so if someone is having a bad career, but you know they're a phenomenal actor, it is because pretty likely they're just an awful human being and yeah. no one wants to work with them. Or the, Harvey Weinstein blacklisted them. Oh, <laughs> okay. Or, 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 well, there's many reasons why they might be having a bad career, but one unsung aspect <laughs> is that they are just awful on set. Yeah. The best example I can think of that's confirmed is Michael Pitt. You know, uh, oh. Michael Pitt from Boardwalk Empire. Yeah. He was fired off Boardwalk Empire because oh, wow. he was just so awful to everyone. The worst person in the world. His agents dropped him. Oh, wow. He's just a monster to every single person. How does he make money anymore? He doesn't. Like... He, he acts. He was in one season of Hannibal, and then they had to fire him because they realized, oh, God, the rumors are true. This guy's awful. Uh, and then everyone excuses his behavior. Terrence Winter said that they wrote him off of Boardwalk Empire. Is that a spoiler? Sorry. No. Had you seen it? Uh, I've watched it. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> okay. Anyway, Michael Pitt is awful, and then that is just one that we know about, but there are, I'd say, 10% of people and actors, like, they're just awful on set because yeah. they're just, I don't know, they have something wrong with Douchebags. them. Douchebags. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, okay, so should we <laughs> jump into the OG's yeah, let's, lunch? Because it's it a lunch? Really, this, or... this episode is just the OG dinner and a charity event. Yeah. And then I have one interesting thing that I think is underrated about the season that I'll talk about okay. if we get to if we don't get to or to it organically. But yeah. the OG dinner, it's very inorganic. Yeah. Very um dumb. Yeah. Sheree says, I <laughs> I wanted to have a classic dinner night with my friends that I've kept up with so much that I just, I wanted to give you all a glimpse at these OG dinners we have, which I can guarantee they have not happened probably no, once in 14 never. years. Um, I wish that Kim came in with a solo cup. Yeah. Uh, like she was that would have been fun. Yeah. Um, she does look good, though. Who? Kim. Oh, Kim looks great. Um, Deshaun <laughs> they looks all great. look good. Yeah. Eh, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. D- Deshaun looks amazing. Yeah. Deshaun. She didn't speak. Deshaun deserves some sort of award for being <laughs> in a scene and not uttering more than three words this was her chance to potentially be back on atlanta and she didn't say one word it was crazy but also lisa and kim were taking up so much of the oxygen lisa was (laughs) singing for her supper yeah at that supper she (laughs) she wanted camera time she was like all over the place trying her best to get a word in yeah uh kim said when they said that um she looks good um she said uh 
the only good thing about that bitch, aka her mom, mm-hmm. is her jeans. Yep. And they're all like, there are like three different things that Kim says where Sheree goes, not that. Yeah. Like, not the only good thing about her jeans. Like, she's yeah. just like, you're outrageous. And then Kim says, I say what I think. That's me, Kim Zolziak. <laughs> Don't you remember me? It's like very, it, it all felt so performative. Yeah, it was like in recap. And then Sheree seemingly is trying to get them to go on the cast trip to Portugal and it just like dies on the vine. I, no, I think I think they're going. Are they going? I think that they just... Is there footage of that? Oh, Like, was I, that in the preview? I didn't see any footage from Portugal. Did you? There was, like, in the mid-season trailer, there was, like, at least a moment of, like, cheersing or something. But okay. I didn't... Uh, uh, well, she invited them all. I guess Kim said Kim no. was like, no, no, no. And then she goes, whose bag is that? It's really cute. <laughs> like, she tries to change the subject. But it's like, she wouldn't even go on the trips when she was on the show. Kim was... Like Kim left the show when the when a cast trip came yeah. up that she didn't want to go on. I mean, I was thinking that would be the worst idea in the world. I do not yeah. want to see Lisa Wu, right. Sean, yeah. and Kim on a trip with the current <laughs> cast members. Right. Um, Lisa um, Wu, when Kim got there, Lisa was like, "I don't know whether to hug you or or, or chop you in the neck or whatever." Yeah. And then they play a clip from 14 years ago <laughs> when Lisa and Kim had a little spat or whatever. I don't even like remember that. And I was like, "Are we supposed to believe that Lisa's had a grudge against Kim?" Well, they she kept seen saying it over and over again. She was like, "I don't hate you anymore." And I'm like, "How it, deep it, was your and feud?" Kim goes, "Kim goes, I I never hated you." And then Lisa goes, "I never hated you either." It's Lisa's <laughs> just Lisa's flopping hard. Yeah, and yeah Sean yeah. flopped by by just not saying anything right and kim was fine she's always entertaining but she yeah. was performative and yeah. the scene was so inorganic that it just couldn't be good no another outrageous thing she said was um sheree was listing off who was going on the trip and kenya was on the list and kim goes is that bitch still alive <laughs> yeah, I just, that's right where my notes pointed to i go it's like damn wait you you're and then she was like not is that bitch still alive <laughs> which honestly yeah. funny um, yeah, that was good. But she's very, as always, Kim is absolutely full of shit and will never admit to anything going wrong in her life. So when they bring up the foreclosure and the divorce, she just makes like an insane like stank face and is like, you think I'm selling my multi-million dollar house for 200000 It's like, well, bitch, on TikTok, I'm seeing your itemized uh, debts and to your gambling addiction. So yeah, that is something that could happen. Yeah. Also, it's it's very realistic to assume that after Atlanta is over and your spinoff show is over, that you're spending as out. Like uh, yeah, what's what money is coming in? Right. Croy's career was short lived, as right. most football players are. And he doesn't. I don't. What is um, his career post football? Right. Uh, I watched. I think I started to talk about this earlier, but there's body cam footage of cops came to their house because they were fighting. It doesn't sound like anything like actually horrible happened. It was just like it was breaking doors down to get to her. Right. Right. Like that's bad. Yeah. But I think it got like before anything horrible happened, you know? Yeah. And and this was before this was before they said we're we're getting back together. Right. 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 Um, But there's so there's one of her very upset crying about that she like locked herself in the bathroom and all of this stuff. And it's like sad. And then there's another one that's just him broing down with the cop. Uh, the cop is like so nice to him, clearly like a fan, like the cop oh, is like wow. into it. And Corey is saying she has spent $700,000 on gambling. We have nothing left. Like the cop is like, are you guys staying in the same room? And he was like, there's no, there are no assets left 
for one of us to get an apartment to say basically saying there's no money left um he said that they sleep in the same bed because they have a special fifteen thousand dollar bed that he bought for his body basically implying like because he's an athlete he needs a fifteen thousand dollar bed and the cop goes of course he was like i was injured in iraq like they get into this whole thing and i'm like why are we talking about the price of your bed like it was giving can you believe twenty five thousand? like yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) what kind of bed is it that really helps you like that i don't know maybe it's extra large what kind of um gambling game does kim do (laughs) there i don't remember but it can be the receipts are online. The, the charges are there. Um, you don't know what type. Like it's not blackjack or like I don't, slots. Well, I remember on the show on Don't Be Tardy, they would go to casinos. Like they would drive out of their way to casinos. And uh, she would go up to the window and get out like 20 grand and sit at a slot machine. Okay. So this has always so been happening. Slots. But then she's doing something online too. Like, I think a bulk of it was online gambling. Would you ever become a gambler? I don't think so. I the don't ga- gamble at all. The games are so not, like, not fun. Like, yeah. gambling games. Yeah. Like, blackjack and the, what, roulette? Yeah. And the one that just spins. I mean, the games are so... I'd like to play with someone else's money. Yeah. Like, yeah. if someone just... I walked into a casino and was like, here's a thousand dollars. Like go Go. have fun. Yeah. Like that could be fun. I would love that too. But it's, yeah, it's your money (laughs) and you have to know ultimately, no matter what you're going to lose money. Right. Yeah. Unless you're cheating in the casino. Right. Which we would never do. Right. Um, But similar to, there's so much footage of Kim spending money the way that there was of like Teresa season one, just spending like tens and hundreds of thousands of dollars. That was like part of her identity. Yeah. She was just, which it just doesn't add up. Like how much money could they possibly have for her to wear exclusively designer clothes and just be getting shipments of stuff at all times and driving luxury cars and you know they have like six kids like i'm like where's your money coming from it doesn't make sense right well they had they had money you know they were you know a successful reality tv show couple but i'm sure their spending always um uh, was what over over what they were earning right and then it got to a point where there was no income coming in i don't think either of them have a successful side business right she for a while there's i don't follow her but she had like a, she have a wig company maybe wigs she had um skincare or hair care and like bikinis i think mm. so she has some shit going on but i don't know but um yeah it was funny uh that she just was super dismissive of it, even though obviously in confessionals and stuff, when people asked if they believed that that was happening, everyone's like, uh, yeah. What did you make of when they were doing tardy for the party? And (laughs) Kim was just like, I had a song and it just, I sang a song and it just went big or something. It was like, was she trying to uh, negate candy's influence in that whole process or was she right. just trying to uh, it's, it's yeah again sense. just dismissive but i liked that they rolled the clip from that reunion where they performed together yeah. that was fun yeah that was, i mean one of my favorite i think atlanta like arcs is candy and kim on the tour bus together <laughs> that was like that's the best that was so amazing yeah Ugh, really fun yeah um but so yeah. this this i mean this og dinner couldn't have been a bigger flop to me it just yeah. was too it was uh, too artificial and 
Deshaun and Lisa were fired for a reason. Yeah. And if they're trying to draw from that well to make Atlanta good again, that is not the well you draw from. Right. Did you notice that um, Kim was saying that she... Was she saying she reconciled with Candy at Portia's wedding? I think so. And then uh, Sheree's like, she's, I think Sheree said, I was there. Oh, really? And I'm like. (laughs) Well, also, also Sheree was like, "Um, I'm, I'm a grandma now and none of them knew. And I was like, okay, so these dinners don't happen often (laughs) and you don't keep in touch at all. I know, like Instagram. Man, if, if one thing that would save Atlanta or bump it up two points is if Portia came back. Yeah. Portia. I think for her mental health or whatever, she decided her Atlanta era was over. But she's probably my first or second favorite Atlanta She's housewife. funny. I love yeah. Portia so much. Yeah. The Underground Railroad moment is one of the finest uh, Housewives moments of all time. Yeah. Might be the biggest <laughs> L that's ever been taken in Housewives <laughs> especially history. Especially considering her family's lineage. Yeah. And especially the double down she does. <laughs> like, she doesn't just try to get out of it. She, she doubles down a little bit. I mean, yeah, that was it's rough. So but she really came good. back. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So, oh, then we're at charity time. Mommy, the mommy awards. <laughs> so, the mommies, uh, just like the Emmys, they are <laughs> to go to outstanding mothers. And this is a charity event, which it so there's so many programs, I guess, for homeless children. Mm-hmm. And Sonia said, you know, what about homeless moms? Yeah, so this is a charity event, so a very worthy cause. I really like this. Yeah, I thought this was a good wasn't uh you know it wasn't amazing enough to like save the episode but it was a good end to the episode the last like 15 minutes of it but what i think is underrated about sonya that they haven't even they're not tapping into fully is this relationship with uh sonya's family and her sister and her brother-in-law yeah there is something deep going on there that they're just starting to hint at which is that they seem to fight every time they're together well i mean in a very like the worst thing you could say is that it seems like her entire family is she's the golden goose of the family and yeah. the entire family is basically taking on managerial roles or or working yeah. for her and resent her for it and resent her for it especially her sister and the brother-in-law yeah. i mean the brother-in-law quit riz the, riz quit on like the second day of them filming because he said that the demands were too egregious for him so he just quit. But yeah. He's still living in the home. Right. So instead of like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I guess you working for her, trying to maintain, you know, make income on his own. He just quit, but and then resents her, and then the the sister resents Sonya as well because she says she's not getting schedules. Like she doesn't know right. when to show up for to do the hair. Right. And she made Sonya cry. Yeah. Because she said. I'm so unhappy. I'm so yeah. disgruntled. They were speaking in like patois at yeah. the beginning uh, because it it sounded like the sister didn't want to say it in front of production that she didn't know that they were going to be filmed. Like she was like, I thought this was going to be B-roll. Oh, that's what she said? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. Oh, oh is, so was that, did that add to why she was so um, upset? I think so. It sounds like it, maybe Sonia is disorganized and needs help and she's hoping her family will help her right, and, and they're- then they're mad at her for not being organized in asking for help yes um but yeah it's interesting that there's that dynamic with her sister and then there's the drew and her sister stuff which i also think is interesting yeah like this episode drew listed out her sister's career right. accomplishments were actually like she had like a major yeah, she wrote on multiple TV shows. She was an agent, a literary agent. Yeah, like she had a cool background. And I didn't realize she was 20 years older. Yeah. Which, yeah. 
And then they said that she never, like, she had domestic abuse in her past, and she had never really dealt with it. She had just, like, worked through it. Like, yeah. busy, busy to the point of where she never had to, like, get seek help for it. And then I think, did, did someone say that it was, like, during COVID when she didn't have anything to do? It, yeah. All of those like thoughts and unresolved trauma started to bubble up. Yeah. I think, I think so. Yeah. So that, yeah, that was interesting as well. Yeah. Um, she seems like a nice person. Um, yeah, it's interesting. So yeah, yeah. it's interesting. There's, there's, but, but with, with, I think, I think, um, Sonia for me is the best new cast member. And I think that they are not, well, they're, they're starting to, but there is, you know, some compelling dynamics within Sonia's family life that I think they, need to explore yeah more for sure yeah and then it's kind of a spoiler in the preview it, they seem to announce that she's pregnant in the uh mid-season trailer. oh right right yeah yeah so we'll see what happens with that i like ross too her husband yeah he seems they nice. seem yeah he's... he wants the fan he wants her family out of there though which makes sense <laughs> yeah i mean i can't imagine living with my entire family her that dad and mom insane. seem nice though yeah it's interesting like what they were saying of it made sense when she was a com- like a competitive athlete, at yeah. like, but that's not the case anymore. Right. So it's different, right? Um, but yeah, uh, so this event is kind of weird. It looked kind of like a boring event. Uh, for some reason, they brought Cairo. Right. Well. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sheree, <laughs> surprise! But Sheree got an award at this event. A mommy award. Yeah, mommy award, and they got Cairo, who I guess you know apparently doesn't like to. Be, he's not he said less than Deshaun. Yeah, he said less, but he just said, "I, you know, I love my mom or whatever." And Sheree melted. She loved it. Like yeah. it was very, very sweet. And I love Sheree vulnerable moments. Like, yeah, I love when Sheree is happy and excited. Like that was really sweet. A win for Sheree, and then Kenya is an hour and a half late oh when she agreed to be the auctioneer, yeah. which is the most important role of this thing. <laughs> yeah, the whole point is that it's a fundraiser. And then when they call, when uh, Sonia calls Kenya and says, "Hey, why the hell are you getting your hair done right now? You're supposed to be here an hour ago." Kenya goes, "I heard from someone in your staff that I'm not sitting with my plus one. I'm gonna have my they're at a different table or whatever." So she's sort of trying to make it seem like she won't come until that issue <laughs> is resolved. Right. Like she's putting that as a condition. <laughs> Yeah. Which is horrible. If, yeah. if someone's already late and you're yeah. like, oh, God, are, you're you're, Which, you're teasing this over yeah. me to try to make you get here. So then Sonia's like, okay, fine. You could sit together, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And then right before, I think someone else is about to auctioneer to take over for Kenya. She arrives. Yeah. And she's wearing the most batshit outfit okay. I've ever seen. It's at what we have confirmed 1045 a.m. was okay. when Candy was set to get there. Okay. So she was an hour and a half late. So it was like noon, okay. whatever. And what was she wearing? She was wearing a like cha-cha, like ruffle red backless dress that was like an evening gown okay. that she ordered and said that it didn't fit her. So she had to have it taken out before she got there, which is partially why she was late with like black I think she was wearing like thigh high boots, possibly elbow length gloves, and her hair was in like a chaotic, messy, giant ponytail. And I'm like, bitch, it's 11 a.m. Wear a blazer. Like, yeah. Why? What did uh, what did Marlo <laughs> say about her outfit? She said she looked like the crumpled up uh, 
ruby red slippers when the witch <laughs> gets hit by the house. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. So I, I didn't, I, for some reason I didn't take stock of what she was wearing. I don't know what's I wrong just with like me. couldn't stop thinking about how early in the morning it was right. and how outrageous that look was. It right. was like showing so much skin, so over the top. And I'm like, the event's over by one. Like, yeah. <laughs> yes. But then when Kenya does arrive, she's wearing the crumpled up ruby red slippers. <laughs> but her energy as an auctioneer, yeah. when she gets on the stage and she's given the mic and she her- hears their goal and she's like, it's 50,000. Kenya's like, she's like, we have 50,000 at this table right here. We're going <laughs> to double it. She called them out. And and I, I her energy as an auctioneer, like... Kenya is probably the most entertaining, just like anything she does. She can just turn on the entertainment muscle because her, her auctioneering skills were amazing. <laughs> yeah. She immediately does the first bid of 5,000 just off the top. Yeah. Everybody hyped as hell. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, and then who else is going to join me in the 5,000 bid? Yeah. And Candy's like. Candy matches. Yeah, yeah. Candy matches. And then reluctantly it starts to, <laughs> the snowball starts to happen. Well, first, oh, first they start to divide how much 50,000 is per seven people. And they're like seven yeah. grand yeah. each. They're, they know they're yeah. almost on the hook for that. Drew's like, I got my seven. Candy's like, I got my seven if you got your seven. Right, right, right. And then she's like five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But right. I was very confused about how they were keeping track of I th- I the I think bids. they edited it for for Max um, right. pace. Right. You know, it, it was. Like, were, do you think people were standing up and going like, 500. Totally. Like totally. They just 1, cut 1000. They cut it to be Kenya's best hits. Yeah. And Kenya's strategy of going over 50,000 worked because she rallied everyone, she got them so hyped up, she was so entertaining. They get to $78,000, yeah. which is not quite know, 100, but that's good. But that's fine. You, <laughs> they said an she said an unrealistic goal, <laughs> and if the goal was actually 50, getting 28,000 yeah. over. Do you think is everybody huge. paid up? Yeah, I think so. I mean, obviously, remember Kenya... Remember the drama with Garcelle at Kim's uh, fundraiser yeah. where she publicly... Kyle publicly accused Garcelle of not paying the Pied Piper, her 25000 That was awful. And Did... then she was like, you're racist. Yeah. Did Garcelle do it? <laughs> uh, she said that there... I think it turned out that she had, and that was like yeah. a misunderstanding. Right. How much was it? I think it was like $25,000. $25,000? do not call me out, but I think it was like that much. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. Which Garcelle is doing Barbie Spawn on Bravo, so she has the dough. Yeah, that's amazing. Okay, well, <laughs> good. So then, yeah, the episode sort of ends on a high note, at least for me. I just love that Kenya <laughs> was able to go from, you know, like an hour and a half late, talking about her plus one, you know, being yeah. all like, uh, you know, rude to Sonya. Yeah. Also saying like Sonya needs to call her agent next time she <laughs> um, gets her to do one of these things for free or whatever. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. But then... When Kenya is on, I can see she like lights up the you know the the room. Like right. she is so good at what she does, and yeah, um, yeah, I thought that was fun, and it was for a good cause, which I really liked. Yeah. Um. um anything yeah. else about that damn episode? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> I mean, it was. Well, I mean, we're forty-seven minutes. Uh, yeah, I guess I I have hope that Atlanta will uh, pull it out, and you know we have I think probably eight episodes remaining so yeah. we're like mid-season yeah um, including cast trip so cast trip could be fun i do think though if the producers are trying to like i said derive some uh worth or, or entertainment from previous cast members without nini that's not going to work without nini kim and portia who are yeah. like the true 
stars from the past. Lisa right. Wu and Deshaun are not going to bring no. anything past what they did in season two or whatever. No. So, um, okay. Yeah. Well, let's, yeah. Atlanta is over. And then why don't we take a beautiful, wonderful trip to the West Coast, right? <laughs> Orange County. Orange County. Yes. And maybe we can talk, because we didn't talk about five, which, you right. know, I think was a flop to end all flops. Yeah. I and didn't then, uh, take any specific, I don't think I took specific notes on five. If you want to walk me through any highlights that are yeah. pertinent to episode six. Um, or just in general. So <laughs> episode five is really, I think, the biggest dramatic moments of this uh, season, unfortunately, are at Jen's expense and Ryan's expense. <laughs> we learned the bombshell that when uh, Ryan walked into the gym <laughs> on his first day at Cut Fitness, yeah. you know, this is something, like, I'll just be honest, this is something you do when you walk into the gym. You point out exactly who <laughs> at the gym you're going to fuck. <laughs> so apparently, Tamara has been holding this information the entire time. I need to know <laughs> more about this scenario where he just walked in and said, I'm going to fuck her. <laughs> who did he tell? Yeah. Someone was standing just next like to him. Just like into the... And they go, and that person next to him ether. goes, no, yeah, he just said it. <laughs> like it echoed throughout the gym. <laughs> apparently, he had he said it to this this person mystery woman heather Heather amin yeah which at first time they said heather get her in the cast (laughs) yeah she is really doing some things (laughs) on the sidelines apparently ryan came in like a wrecking of all the cut fitness he told heather he goes i'm gonna fuck the shit out of tamra immediately and heather goes no she has a husband and he goes no i don't care i'm still gonna do it which i mean they're creating him to be this diabolical person like eddie says later that uh he had been warned that he goes after married women and that he should watch out and i'm like who is this predator right and then i love the revelation now then then i'm sort of like okay i don't believe that like that's ridiculous leave ryan alone leave jen alone jen is the future of the oc you gotta leave her alone (laughs) But um, then we find out that Ryan, unfortunately, sent a full-blown... Is this in in episode five? It doesn't matter. It's the Ryan minute. I think, yeah, it came up in last episode. He, on Snapchat, sent (laughs) a full dick pic to Heather Amin. This this Heather. And he meant to send it to his wife... Or they're not. His girlfriend, Jen. Do you believe that? Well... Also, he said his only contacts were his children. So does that mean he sent it to like his kids? Because he says he sent it to his whole phone book. Yes. He selected all (laughs) instead of sending it to Jen. So he sent a full dick pic to his children (laughs) and Heather. And I forget what it said. It said, do you, it said. It's like, I miss you. Me. No, it says, (laughs) it says me and my limp dick miss you to his children. So then Hopefully like, they let it expire for 24 hours. Do you think he said, no, 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 please don't open it? <laughs> that That's almost like succession level. Yeah. Right? I mean, I think that they sh- he should get more into how horrifying that experience was for us to believe it because he kind of brushed it off. Like, well, yeah, I sent it to her. I sent it to everyone in my damn photo or my phone book. And it's like, that's fucked up. That's awful, and they did. Yeah, you're, you're right. They didn't make it that enough of a thing. Like she was very nonchalant about it to the point where now I'm getting vibes of Ariana lying for Sandoval. Yeah, where she's just like, I know exactly what it was, and that you don't need to worry about that. Yeah. trust me. There, yeah, and counter to what we said the last time we talked about OC, where it's like we're I'm over this. Don't talk about Jin's relationship. Mm-hmm. It doesn't need to be fodder for. <laughs> They're drama. making it worse. They, they are 
really giving me little <laughs> seeds of things that I'm like, okay, wait, maybe we should have a little spotlight on this. Sending dick pics to a friend named Heather that the, you know, potentially saying I want to have sex with Tamara at the gym. It, I don't know. That sounds pretty net. I don't know if that's right. alleged. And then Tamara said that Heather, her Heather and uh, Jen were the new Trace Amigas. Oh, I know. Until everything fell apart. Yeah. And also they're like the, the thing where he put a self, uh, like self-imposed break on their relationship then immediately <laughs> hooked up with an ex. Right. And he's cheated in every single relationship. <laughs> so this is the one he's going to be faithful in. There are... Red flags. There are so many red flags to where, yeah, just like you said, it's like this is becoming a topic <laughs> of interest now. They, yeah. It's like we are learning enough things to where I, I get why it, this I mean, is being talked about. Yeah, I feel like there's two different t- like categories. There's this, what we're talking about, all of these weird little things that the details that are coming out and then there's the gina's judgment of it all which yes. i find very boring Me and too. more about her trauma which is something that comes up in this episode where everyone's basically like you need to go to therapy like yes. <laughs> yeah the, the the fact that it's gina bringing this drama to light and t- running with it makes me skeptical of it because i don't care i, I don't believe gina and i don't believe well i believe she has um sadness around uh, the cheating in her relationship, but I don't believe how much she uh, cannot fathom or, you know, I don't know, be a part of Jen's infidelity. And it's like, that's what's triggering her. I just, I believe she's amping that up for drama. If I know anything about Gina. So it makes it a hard sell. Yeah. Um, There, there was an interesting thing I learned about my favorite uh, house husband, Shane Simpson. Do you remember this from (laughs) episode five? What? (laughs) They're talking about Annabelle and her newfound, she got, she signed to the the agency, which is great. She's on her, you know, kid uh, modeling journey or whatever. And then Shane Simpson lets a huge (laughs) fact from his past be known. He had a, like a cable, like public access, access, public access, like uh, Wayne's world television show in high school, senior year. I love that. That was cool. Yeah. Do you think she actually didn't know that? Because she claims that she never knew that. I believe he probably has brought it up maybe (laughs) only twice in his life. And it's just something that she didn't remember. (laughs) And maybe he doesn't talk about it a lot. That's such Gen X vibes. Yes. But Shane to me, is everything I learned more about him is more and more engaging. I've already loved Shane, but that was uh, that was an awesome new anecdote to learn. And then he goes, he tells Emily, he's like, I'm an interesting character if you pay attention. And I'm like, that's true, man. You Spin really off. are. Well, I, lawyer. Yeah. Oh. Shane? Do you like Shane? Yes. He's amazing, right? <laughs> he's funny. He's, he's so... He, they gave, I, we talked about this. They gave him such a bad edit when Kelly Dodd was calling him a little a nerd. Yeah, a little dork. Jimmy's favorite is um, one time, I think it was when they were having marital struggles, but he orders dinner for her. You know, that like gentlemanly thing where you like yes. order for the lady. Yes. And he goes, she'll have the burger. <laughs> yeah, that's sweet. <laughs> I also like the, the fun photo they show of them getting married and it's so Shane uh, on standing tippy on his toes. toes. So she revealed he's 5'7". Wow. Yeah. I mean, they are amazing. They Yeah. They, they, they seem this, like actually happy. This, yes. They have the best banter. They are and so I in love express how sorely Emily's presence was missed on this fucking trip. I, I was just going to say the, they should have pushed it back. Yeah. The, and, and that is a true testament to the strength of a cast member. Yeah. I, I 
missed Emily and the little moment of Shane and her in the kitchen just talking about his public access show was more entertaining to me than half of the Montana trip. Yeah, I felt her, the the blank space all yes. over the place where I'm like, would have been great if she could be here. She is a gel or a glue that really gets the machinery working when she's in a scene she yeah. knows the right way to pivot between groups to bring up drama in an organic way yeah. she's fun on her own i love her home life yeah yeah there's just not much else to say i was going to ask you do you think dr jen and ryan i felt like there was some <laughs> merit to those cast members why do you think they were one and done oh yeah I mean, remember when Dr. Jen got really, really drunk with Ryan at that dinner and yeah. Ryan could barely speak one word at the dinner because he was so uncomfortable. Yeah. And Dr. Wasn't Jen he was, wearing like flip flops or something? And Heather was like, darling, <laughs> like, <or laughs> darling. <laughs> remember, he like never wore a top. Yeah. Like he, every time yeah, they showed he, him. Yeah. I mean, and I, uh, when they left, uh, Terry was like. What did he say? He, he was goes, like, I love I love Ryan, but they are a shit show relationship. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was just honest about it. And they it. were all like, ha, 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 ha. I, I thought there was some, there was some merit to them. Dr. Yeah. Jen ha- was, was not embarrassing. She wasn't desperate for storylines. She just kind of uh, was slightly unhinged, but slightly self-aware. Um, and then Ryan, they were sort of a, they had a lot of simmering tension. I don't yeah. know if they got divorced or whatever. I'm just not sure yeah. why they didn't want to continue their journey. Yeah. I don't know what happened, uh, like in real life, yeah. but okay. Well, they just got a different version. Yeah, and then when this, so when Tamara brings up that um, this thing happened, where Ryan said he pointed at Tamara and he said, "I'm going to make love to her before the day is over." Jen, she's Jen goes, "Why are you telling me this now on a trip <laughs> in front of all my friends? This is awful. I can't believe this." And then Tamara sort of gets mad at Jen, right? And then. I, I, I I feel so sympathetic towards Jen because she's really she seems sweet and genuine and she's like the punching bag for almost everyone. Right. Like she's she's who they go to to get some drama points whenever they need it. Yeah. Which is sad. And Tamara is the most <laughs> egregious because she was she was her friend. Right. Tamara also says that um she's not the only married woman he's fucked in my gym. Tamara said that? Yeah. God, oh my God. Cut Fitness is like a total fuck fest. Yeah, which uh, I guess this is jumping ahead to the preview or whatever, but it seems like it gets so much worse. And in the preview for next week, Tamara throws a napkin in Jen's face and it's sad. And everyone, it does appear that everyone rallies around Jen knowing that that was a bridge too far. I wrote that down (laughs) to talk to you, talk with you about that. I that, that hurt my feelings. Jen <laughs> is so nice. She just looked really upset by it. Like she didn't get mad. She just looked sad. Jen also, when she was like crying to Ryan, she's like, "I just don't like this kind of stuff." Which I understand people <laughs> will be like, "Then you're not built for housewives, <laughs> and you can't take it." But yeah, you need people who are genuine and yeah. nice and normal and can still be fun. So they're really treating her like shit. Yeah. Camera specifically. <sighs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I did kind of, um, I don't know. I thought it was kind of funny that uh, the conversation on the new episode was immediately Shannon saying the exact same thing that Heather had just said about how, uh, what's uh, Gina's boyfriend's name? Travis. Travis. (laughs) 
she was like, how much can Travis take? Like everyone's why? Like, why? I was like, why do you guys, are you thinking the exact same why? thing? Is that like, I mean, it's, it's mainly Heather. Yeah. She's, she is her case that Travis will not like that, that Gina is so torn up over her ex-husband that she's getting so, to have so many feelings about it that he'll like leave her. I, since when does Heather like care about Tra- like you know what Travis will do if he hears too many of these dark thoughts that Gina has? I thought <laughs> right. it was a weird. It was kind of weird. But Heather also seemed like oddly emotional about it. Like she looked like she was on the verge of tears, which was weird. Um, yeah, it was a weird power dynamic there. Um, yeah. And then obviously later Travis was like, "Of course you can tell me these things or whatever." So I don't know, but I just thought it was funny that. Once the pu- the conversation went to the full group, Shannon said the exact same yeah. thing. Yeah, Shannon got I forget what uh, Shannon got uh, worked up about something. Oh, oh, Shannon got worked up that Heather said when they were doing their peach in their pit about the oh, trip, right. I Remember, and Heather was just like, I got kind of sad when I saw you and Tamara <laughs> having um, such an you know an amazing relationship. I felt left out, and Shannon's like, How the hell could you ever say that? Like she's Shannon- like, I never thought I would be face to face with this girl again. How dare you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Heather was just like, I'm sorry. I was just telling my feelings, which I kind of felt bad for Heather in that instance. Like you took something that she was self conscious about, and then you threw right. it back in her face that she brought it up. Right, and then they're all like, What do you mean you don't have a pit? You told uh, Taylor to yeah. fuck off, and she's like, I didn't want to talk about it again. Yeah, right, right. Oh yeah, that, yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> a highlight for me uh, of the entire Montana trip was the the whitewater rafting uh, trip with the guy's balls. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that kind of stuff. That 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 kind of stuff is is why I do think Andy says this is a rebound season. Little fun, silly moments like that. Like what are the odds that what was his name Kenny G or, or um, oh, yeah what it, was it I for Kevin G he he was fully only. Do you wearing, think he knew? <laughs> <laughs> I think he gets off on it. Yeah. You think he's like a little uh, what's that called when you what a new sex pest? A sex pest? No, it, it has a word exhibitionist. Oh, okay. When you're someone who delights in. I mean, you have to being, feel. I mean, you can. I, I I'm not a, working with those materials, but couldn't wouldn't you know? No, I. Th- <laughs> if you're in a splash zone wait, and your so balls much, are exposed, wait, wait, it's so much more. It's so much more innocent to think that he just. Didn't see Head the in the clouds. of his balls, but if you think he was showing <laughs> off his balls to camera, right? And in they front were of all basically them. talking about it in front of him. They were all they like, were like "We should have spaghetti and meatballs <laughs> for lunch." They were going. They were going. They were like his. Balls were blue, <laughs> and they looked really yeah. cold. Jen said, "Purple, cold, <laughs> and shriveled." It's <laughs> like Jesus was, Christ. <laughs> That was to be, that was like that was the best of. Tamara what? said it was like looking at my son's balls, <laughs> which I was like, "What do you mean?" Oh, Tamara has a very strange relationship with Ryan. I mean, I felt. That what did the she mean time. by that? Because he was young. No, Ryan is. <laughs> I don't even want to get into it. It's kind of it borders on. I don't want to talk about incestual stuff, but I I've always felt that Tamara and Ryan's dynamic was a little off. off Incestuous, so, a little slightly. Oh no! I think Ryan. Are you talking about naked wasted night? Like. I think Ryan is, this is like, I don't even want to say it. It's too weird. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll just say, it. say I think it. Ryan has sort of like, uh, I, I don't, like, what's it called? Uh, uh, Oedipal. Oedipal. I think he has yeah. an Oedipal complex. I think he thinks his mom is really hot. hot and I, and Tamara doesn't dissuade him of that. <laughs> That's sick. Is that okay to say? You never felt that? 
I've never thought of it that way. Okay. Um, but he definitely has something wrong. Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, just pretend I didn't say anything about that. But um, that so that to me was this. I guess that event was okay. So put these cast members in a boring environment, and it's extra boring. Yeah. They're not like Roni, where I could watch them in a. I could watch them sit in a waiting room in a doctor's office for someone <laughs> to get their uh, like their leg, like a leg sprain happen. Just watch whatever happens. OC is boring if you put them in a boring event, but that was just great because it was like fun and silly and all their commentary was great. So if there's more moments like that, I could see OC getting good. Yeah. Um, I did like, well, not like, but uh, when uh, Gina gets pissed off that they're all saying that her boyfriend can't handle her bullshit, um, she said that... uh, that Heather and Shannon were making a spectacle of her problems. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck do you think you've been doing to oh, yeah. Jen yeah. for six episodes? Yeah. And then um, Gina decides at the end of this episode, it's almost like a cliffhanger or whatever. Gina's like decides to go on a full on assault on Heather for right she she gets like her feelings towards heather get all amplified like she's like i'm ready for my next drama the era of jen is over now i'm gonna go against heather for trying to get me not to talk to travis about my problems you know and she's just she's trying to take this moment up to a 10 and pretend like heather is just not a good friend to her right you know she's trying she's getting some drama she's trying to run with it which has been her mo this entire season yeah um, did you see online that Teddy Mellencamp accused Gina of being boring? Teddy did? Yeah. Well, like, she I, was like, you're going to need to open up about your own life. And most of the comments I saw were attacking Teddy because she's historically a very boring housewife. But I, just, yeah. I felt like Teddy was underrated. Really? Yeah, I really like her. Okay. I, I like the people that... My whole philosophy is that not everyone needs to be a 9 out of 10 on the entertaining scale. Yeah. You like viewer surrogates sometimes who are just even keeled they can be the bridge between warring factions i thought teddy was good enough and she single-handedly took down lisa yeah she she took down lisa (laughs) vanderpump i mean i believed Tamara when she said i felt like a pawn in your game with the lucy yeah lucy juicy apple lucy juicy apple goosey Lucy, Lucy Goosey, Goosey Apple, Apple Juicy. Juicy. Yeah, I, I, I felt like uh, it was Teddy single-handedly that took down Lisa. Yeah. Oh, by the way, on our Patreon, someone commented because we were talking about, I don't remember if it was on this show or the Patreon, but uh, Schwartz and Sandy's has Juicy Lucy Burgers. Yes. And Schwartz on season two was making Juicy Lucy Burgers. And we were like... We originally had thought that they were in reference to Lucy Goosey Apple Juicy on Beverly Hills. But then when we saw it on season two, it predates that drama. Yes. And it turns out in Minnesota, a Lucy Juicy burger is a burger that has cheese in the middle. Yeah. So you thought you knew burgers, <laughs> cheese on top. But right? Yeah. But apparently they put cheese inside of the burger, which sounds yeah. good. So maybe the dog was named after the burger you haven't had a cheeseburger in so long right no when was the last impossible when was the last time you had a a real cheeseburger i don't know uh i technically stopped eating meat in like high school oh wow but i've had you know some dalliances here and there but i don't know if a, a real hamburger has been one of them okay well you know i think i guess my overall thoughts on oc if we're 
are we you want to yeah. close the chapter on OC? We talked about yeah. everything. I mean, it's this is not in Andy's words, a full blown rebound season to me. There are still some glaring problems. Yeah. But I did see sparks in episode six of fun and <laughs> mostly just the balls. Merit. Yeah. Two sparks. I saw two sparks uh, what's his name's balls. But it <laughs> I think I saw merit here and definitely the Jen and Ryan stuff is getting more interesting. Yeah. When Emily's back in the fold, I think it'll be great. And then Gina is just continuing to flop. You sort of just have to disregard what Gina is doing in every scene. Sort right. of just like, you know, not watch. Yeah. When Gina's on camera, unfortunately. Yeah. I think a lot of people like her. I'm not one of them. Who? People like Gina? When I was reading the comments on that Teddy thing, people were anti-Teddy and pro-Gina. Well, no one ever, anyone in comparison <laughs> comments to people, are no, no one is, the internet has never hated anyone more than Teddy. Right. I think she's so boring. It's like, right. oh, I don't It's think. also nothing against pregnant wom- women. Um, we love our mamas, but we it's a little- We love our mamas? Un- <laughs> our mamas. Oh, right. Yes. Um, but it is kind of unfortunate when a large portion of your time- on housewives you're pregnant because you can't quite get into it yes has there ever been a pregnant uh person who has had a stellar (laughs) the noise huh i mean well bethany and bethany ever after was pregnant during the entire that's true was the first season of bethany ever after right because she's pregnant at the wedding i mean bethany getting married she had an iconic season no matter what he's in a trash can at her own wedding yeah (laughs) <laughs> right. So she she was still good. If you're if you're so entertaining that even pregnancy, you know, doesn't slow you down, but it's a huge detriment. And she was pregnant uh, at Turtle Time. Scary Island, she was pregnant, right? She was. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Oh, and she killed it. I mean, that was the best. <laughs> go to sleep. Yes. Well, let's go to sleep on the OC <laughs> and talk about crappie. Yes. Lake. I just the only thing I'm going to say oh, about watch what happens live that had megan king on it gina and megan king um andy asked because you know megan king for like one second married cuff biden biden's um that was nephew? megan king biden yeah no yeah how long did they date they were married for like a very short amount of time like months so she was megan king edmonds she was married to that baseball guy yeah uh he they she, yeah, okay. Jim and they Edmonds. got divorced off camera. He was yeah. had a cheating scandal. Yeah. And then... And she had twins with Jim, right? Or, right. I think so. Yeah. I think so. And he was, he was making her but do he all was the an work. Asshole. She was so stressed out, I think. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, she spontaneously married a Biden family member and they... Which Biden? His name is Cuff. Cuff? Cuff Biden? <laughs> yeah. Did they get married on the White House lawn? I think they got married in like her backyard, but Biden came. He, so Megan, the president King came. Biden has met Joe President Biden. Joe yes. Biden. Yeah, and Andy asked what her wedding gift from Joe Biden was. Ice cream. <laughs> He's like, listen, um, that was kind of Obama. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> he's like, Megan, look. <laughs> uh, she said she got a giant crystal bowl with the presidential seal on it. And she said that even though they got divorced, she got to keep it. And, that's yeah. awesome. And Andy was like, that's all made it all worth it. And she was like, it was not worth it. So I don't really know what happened. Cu- I think it was something really bad. 
Well, okay. Cuff Biden could get one of those bowls anytime he wants. So I think it's nice that he let <laughs> Megan get that. I would eat cr- cereal out of it. Me too. <laughs> she needs to show that thing off. I would eat Crispix. Crispix the eat? cereal? Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> I would only eat the best cereal out of that. I think Raisin Bran. Okay. Or Trader Joe's has this Strawberry Flakes cereal. Okay. One of Is those. it like Special K? With it's strawberry? Like Special K, but with... with actual yeah, yeah yeah it's just like special k okay. trader joe's has to have their own off-brand cereals yeah they're all no, most of them aren't good <laughs> like their honey nut cheerios equivalent is not good at okay. all but their raisin brand is really good do you like raisin brand i don't know how i feel about raisins oh which is in general yeah okay <laughs> i would i would eat um maybe the one time i did it i would eat like captain crunch because i would be splurging and having a lot yeah. of fun what about popcorn movie popcorn oh i love movies and i love popcorn <laughs> so that would be really fun <laughs> I'm seeing Mission Impossible, not to get back to Tom Cruise, but yeah. I'm seeing Mission Impossible uh, Saturday at the okay. Alamo Draft House. Nice. And word on the street is that Tom Cruise is going to be in the front row. <laughs> Are you excited? I'm going to, he's picking me up right after you leave he on is? a motorcycle and we're going to City Walk. That is awesome. Yeah. He's going to drive in a motorcycle to City Walk? Yeah. That's, no helmets. Where do you think he'll park? He can just pull up right at that valet area. And someone else just takes over yeah. the motorcycle for him? Yeah. Do people, when they valet park a motorcycle, do they motorcycle <laughs> That's a good it? question. Uh, maybe we'll go all the way up Jurassic Parking, and then we'll launch off the side straight into the movie theater. Do you think projectile <laughs> seats and, and then uh, parachutes? Yes. <laughs> and, and then, then we'll how will you get popcorn. You'll, Did you ever see um, Fallout, Mission Impossible Fallout? Yes. Maybe you guys will do the same parachuting scene, but you'll go on top of the City Walk Theater. Yeah. But then what the hell are you going to do? Crawl down and then get... <laughs> well, do you like when he... I don't remember which one this was. Maybe the fourth one. When he goes in that water turbine. Oh, yeah. The fifth and one. And he has to hold his breath for six minutes. He, he almost dies. Yeah. We can do that, but just through the vents. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh <laughs> the, the vents. We'll they, be like, in the, Or the pipes. Okay. That's awesome. So you'll, you'll kind of have this like really cool stunt filled thing where you're, <laughs> where you know, you're landing in a parachute on top of the building, but then but, you have to yeah, crawl we'll through. Yeah, we'll ditch the bike, you yeah. know, like in the trailer where he, the, he jumps off the bike and just yes. free falls right. for 10 seconds. Right. So. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and did you hear they just, the bike was just left at the bottom of the ditch with the camera on it and they would just like go down and retrieve the camera and just see that I, what survived. I didn't even see that. That yeah. stunt looks so cool. Yeah. I'm so proud of him. He's going to go to <laughs> space soon. If anyone can do it, he can do it. Yep. Okay. <laughs> All right. Crappy Lake. Crappy Lake. Yeah. Okay. All right. Generally, I you already hinted at it, but I wanted you <laughs> to wait till we're on mic. Tell me. What did you think about the first two episodes of Luann and Sonia? Welcome to Crappie Lake. Honestly, I think it's saving graces that the episodes are 21 minutes. Oh, yeah. So you cannot go wrong. It's like a breeze. Yeah. It's just couldn't be shorter. Um, It's extremely silly. They make no attempt to set up the premise. They just say, we're flying these bitches out there. Get used to it. It's simple life. Don't think about it. Who yes. cares? Well, like, yes, but they do say within the episode, they say that Benton, Illinois, suffered so much through COVID. That yeah. It's like a ghost town now. There's only there's only 7,000 people that live there. Yeah. And they want to spark tourism with right. two huge, you know, stars. Right. And but so I guess one of the producers who I didn't look into it, is he like a Housewives producer? I looked into it. Okay. He 
produced like 20 episodes of Simple Life oh. at the very start of his career. Okay. So he has an association with Simple Life, which is the show that's the model for this show. Yeah. He also worked on a lot of Kardashians episodes. So okay. he's a keeping so he, he has a, actually he hasn't actually had a Housewives Bravo okay. era. Then he was on a show called Total Divas. Oh, and yeah. that's his main claim to fame. He was that's on Total on Divas. E, right? I, I don't know. I've never seen it. But that's I think it might be is it about wrestlers? I don't know. Anyways, go on. Total Divas. Maybe. Well, yeah, I'm not sure at all. <laughs> but so he so this is a this is a non Bravo produ- I mean it is mm-hmm. Bravo, but he doesn't have Bravo right. expertise. But he comes in like I would say a wrecking ball in his first scene, <laughs> the the mayor is having a town council and he says, we've got a former track star who turned into a Hollywood producer uh, who came in here and then Russell comes in and he goes, a former track star now featuring a dad bod and everybody laughs, <laughs> at the top of their lungs. He's like, it was it's kind of the most iconic entrance I think I've ever seen. Yeah, I love that he put himself in uh, yeah. and he said, you know, his parents still live there and his twin brother still lives there. Yeah. And so I thought that was funny that it was just a guy who had an idea for a show and it was like, let's do it there. Yeah, it was it was very cool and, and I liked that and I like the fourth wall break of like, I'm a producer and I thought this would be a good idea. Yeah. It did have that simple life quality of realism like i mean the it's very set up and fake generally but the people feel real yes and so and sonia mostly sonia but also luann are so insane yes that they can't help but be themselves and when they're in like this is later but when they end up going to that bar i was like anything can happen here (laughs) Anything, anything can happen anytime Sonia is on camera for two minutes. Yeah. You, know, you never know what she's going to do. I mean, the first thing that happens is she says that she is leaking from her lipo incisions. Right. right. Um, who are, just before we get into it, who are your uh, top three favorite townspeople? Oh, wow. Okay. Um, I want to know more about the motel owner because he seems like he's always drunk. So he's my second favorite. Okay. He, 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 both of his three scenes, he shines like a star. He's when smiling. He's, when he's putting the sign up, he's amazing. When he goes into Sonia's room and sees the dildo, he goes, I love that dildo. What's going on over there? And then I love him at the barn uh, yeah, yeah, bar. Yeah. He kills it. Yeah. Um, I mean, the theater guy is fun. Number one. Okay. <laughs> Bill and his wife, uh, Kathy. Karen. Karen is, they're amazing. <laughs> he's so cool. I love that he's so unimpressed with them. Like, he's just like, what in the hell? Yeah, I love that people don't know who they are, so they have none of the, like, awkward on camera. They're not starstruck at all no. by Sonia and Luann. I was, uh, thought it was very funny that there was a buildup of who they, uh, wanted or hoped was coming oh yeah and it was um kim kardashian yeah vin diesel right when someone says vin Vin diesel someone goes oh that would be a good one yeah and then someone says the rock and the last one is jessica alba i think that was a guy right i think so i think he's wanted a hot woman to come like what the fuck is the last movie that Jessica Alba right. made? Well, Kardashians make sense. Someone must have known what this this townsperson, you know, former right. townsperson went on to work, right. work on show-wise. Yeah. So I, Kardashians made sense. But the other ones, like, are just their favorite celebrities or whatever. Uh, Vin yeah, Jessica, Diesel and Jessica Alba. Yeah. Oh, and then my third favorite townsperson is the coal miner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, just covered in coal he dust. He just got done coal mining. And he's like, these uh, Beverly Hills ladies. And I'm like, they're not from Beverly Hills, first right. of all. Yeah. Everyone what? keeps calling them Hollywood. I'm like, New York City. 
yeah put some respect yeah they're from new york <laughs> um that's really funny um yeah i love uh, when they're on the private plane which first of all it was making me claustrophobic that they were so hot on the plane yes i was like why well, isn't there ac on the plane well i'm completely flight phobic or whatever that yeah, is that and was so, a tiny plane well, and it was rocking and going up and down sonia was really scared i didn't like it's it. a private plane i it mean made that me was nervous that was awful and then when they look out the window luann's like there's a demonstration she thought that they were rioting in the streets to keep them out yeah i don't i don't think she could imagine that there was like that many people <laughs> rallying to see them which is kind of sweet yeah but i love that she was like she said it on what happens she was like she said that her first instinct was that they she was like they really don't want us here. <laughs> yeah, I wonder why. They're protesting our presence in their town. Get out. And they had signs. The signs would say, no, like, no turn countess back here. Yeah. yeah. Um, Luann is, Luann, well, okay, general thoughts before we get into the thick of it. Like, I loved watching this, but only because, like, I think the premise is silly, and watching them do anything, though, is fun. Yeah. But this is such, such a shtick and so right. artificial. And that this isn't my type of entertainment. I didn't watch Simple Life. Like, yeah. I don't really like the constraints of this type of show. Yeah. I just like watching Sonia and Luann. Sonia. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sonia more. Well, Sonia. Yeah. And Sonia. But, sorry, uh, Sonia. Luann says Sonia. I know. Yeah. yeah. Sonia. Is like, uh, I say Sonia Morgan. But I but, did like that um, once they landed and were figuring out the car and everything, Luann just kept going, Mayor. Yeah. Like, Mayor, come yeah. help me, Mayor. I love that the mayor is so accessible. <laughs> yeah. I love that the mayor is He's just like, like walking in the back around. seat with them wearing Sonia's hat. Oh yeah, I also <laughs> love that they said what Benton is famous for, and they were like, "We have the only, <laughs> only, the world's only mural of George Harrison the Beatle." I was like, "What the hell?" So can it, we fact check? That? First of all, so if anyone, wait, wait. First of all, we have a mural of George Harrison in Los Angeles, obviously. But is it just him? <laughs> so it has to be just isolated yes. post Beatles career yeah. well I was just like that's such a, a fickle uh, it's like a, how Guinness book it's like the, so specific that it's like okay you're the only one that's swallowed 400 marbles but, or whatever but if someone has 401 you're done yeah yeah. it's like you have the only mural of George Harrison first exactly what you said fact check that I'm sure someone has one but, but also it's just a claim to fame that anyone can get within a day. Yeah. I, I would paint a George Harrison mural right outside of your house right now. You should do, do that, that for TikTok. But, but, so you like, look at this, Benton. Let's do it. Let's paint, let's paint a fun George Harrison mural. Just him on his own. Anyway, I just thought that was really silly to me. Moments like that were good. Yeah. But this overall, I have to say, it made me sad. Uh-uh. Because, <laughs> because Roni, the original Roni yeah. that we've loved for 14 years or however long it is, 13 years, we could have been having that for the last three years. All of that pure fun. That's just Sonia and Luann. Yeah. What if Ramona was there? What if Dorinda (laughs) was there? Yeah. What if Bethany for some reason came back? (laughs) There is so much more uh, entertainment that can be derived that I just can't believe they scrapped all of that. Yeah. And for what? For what? Uh, and, and I on I felt like when Andy had Luann and Sonia back on the couch. Yeah, he was marveling at how entertaining. <laughs> he's obsessed with them. He said he was like, "I have nothing to do with this show. You know, it's on Peacock. Yeah. He's not a producer. 
like it's super far removed from him and he was raving about did, it but did he forget that when he decided <laughs> in his whatever the hap- whatever the hell was happening in covid and daddy diaries when he just woke up with an epiphany that he should scrap Roni and start the ball rolling on a new Roni that was like that has to go down as one of the worst decisions in Bravo history right so has there been any official commentary about Roni legacy being no more it's, like it's not anymore because I don't know why but they tried to get Jill on Roni legacy why wouldn't Roni legacy just be a continuation of the cast that we loved with no former right. cast members why why get Jill in the mix and in the minute they did they ruined it right like Jill ruined it by asking for um what's it oh god I'm now she wanted everyone to get paid the exact same uh-huh. um which was awful because she should not make the, the same <laughs> as Luann or, or Sonia yeah um but anyway it's just I I can't believe that Andy sacrificed all of that talent. And now we get this show, which is more entertaining than <laughs> OC Atlanta. And I can assure you is going to be more entertaining than Roni season one, the new, or yeah, the yeah, new yeah. cast. I will say that this show gives me a sweet little summer flavor. Like yes. it feels like because it's a special one-time engagement, yeah. it feels very silly and loose and, I guess also because so much of the storyline is about them being hot. Yes. Oh, 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 oh right. It's 93 degrees the entire They're, time. They put up this, the heat on the screen yeah. every day. Um, it gave me a little, I don't know, something satisfying about it, which also, I don't know if you've seen these movies, but I was immediately reminded because the night before I watched Crappy Lake, I watched American Honey. <laughs> Have you seen that movie? No. Is that Shia LaBeouf? Yes. And okay. Riley Keough and other people. Um, <clears throat> I and it takes place it's you know it's that um a24 mm-hmm. poverty aesthetic uh-huh. you know like, like Flor- America like project exactly yeah. um it's like motels like they're traveling and there's a scene in the beginning when they go to a bar and it looks exactly like the bar, the bar. in crappy lake and also to Leslie uh the movie similar setting um bar looks exactly the same so Whoa. I was like there's like a I don't know if it's because I had just watched like a deeply like aesthetic like grime American grime yes. movie that uh-huh. I was like Ooh, I'm loving the vibe yeah like there's like I don't know there's something here <laughs> yeah no, for sure I mean I I love it because I love watching Luann and Sonia yeah that Anything they do to me is pretty entertaining, but you put them in a bar where <laughs> there's a bunch of underwear yeah. on over their heads and they're pinning up a guy's shirt after he just took it <laughs> off on a ladder. That's the most entertaining thing in the world. Totally. But these shows are so cast dependent. Right. If it's a bad cast, no matter what franchise, Housewives franchise it is, you're not going to enjoy it. And yeah. I don't know. So just, it makes me bummed out for Roni. That that's it. I'm so glad that we get them at least a little bit, but I just think about what we're missing in their lives. They're so fair game. Yeah. Um, I wrote down, uh, they, their first assignment, um, they had to go to the mayor's office and see what he wanted from them. And he had quite a laundry list. A little too much (laughs) to ask of them in the, in the month that they're there. The first one, build a new park. Right. So, to what capacity, I don't know what he expects them to do, like physically uh, maybe or supervise, <laughs> come up with an idea. Yeah. Um, Christmas in July. Yeah. Stunt. So, yeah, that one is that one's doable. 
<laughs> Definitely. Christmas in July. What? Just be on the float or yeah, you know, make do people excited. Santa something. Um, increased tourism. That's, that that's that just, takes a lot of thought, though. But that's inherent to the Christmas in July. And right. The, that's and, all encompassing. Yes. Um, animal shelter. Okay, a little more. Work. Actual work. Yeah. Um, and an end of summer performance. Yeah. Which is clearly like the what finale. Yeah. So there's the three of them are pretty doable. Uh, you know, Christmas in July, <laughs> summer performance, and then increased tourism is just going to be a byproduct of them being there probably and those two things. But yeah, the two, the other two things <laughs> might not come to fruition. This actually just reminded me, sorry, I, I was in my movie watching era this week. I watched Tu Wong Fu oh, this week. Oh, it's really fun. You oh. should watch it. It's on Amazon. Okay. Streaming. Um, do you know what it is? No. It's, um, well, it's Tu Wong Fu, Thanks for Everything, Julie Newmar. And it's, Patrick Swayze, um, John Logazamo, and Wesley Snipes playing drag queens. Okay. And they're on a journey from, I think they're going from New York to LA and in like a vintage convertible and their car breaks down and they have to, for a weekend, stay in a crappy lake type environment uh, with varying levels of... um, acceptance uh but they basically like make all these friends and at one point the women of the town are uh planning like a strawberry pie festival or something like that and it's gonna be like super boring and the drag queens are like let's come up with some ideas and they like paint the town red and bring life to the town again and i'm like it's giving crappy lake yeah for sure (laughs) yeah well i felt like the oc trip in montana all of a sudden when heather was like shoveling shit i was like this is giving crappy lake everything's (laughs) giving crappy lake now that crappy lake is in the universe yeah uh they yeah they're basically saying you need to shovel shit with at the animal shelter so um but yeah, uh, <laughs> I just wrote my first note on my next page is Sonia farts. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I, she said, I have to do gas. I, do, on Roni, they <laughs> they talk about uh, her flatulence, but I don't think they ever let one fully rip. I feel like this was because it was like a peacock <laughs> exclusive. You actually yeah, heard um, it. That was kind of uh, wild. What's it called? Like bonus what do they call the the uncensored never yeah never before seen yeah. um and then she goes at least it wasn't diarrhea yeah. and louanne says you're gonna scare all the fish <laughs> i love that sonia is falling apart oh ser- i mean she's been falling apart for you know 10 years yeah. i mean yeah but she's yeah yeah she's she's doing it seems like she got some stasis there after her liposuction yeah. um and so then they go into the crappy lake to go noodling yeah and uh when they hit the water, they start singing, elegance is learned, my friend. Oh my and I was like, okay. Yeah, <laughs> all right. It was, it was kind of like when they all sung Tardy for the Party at the OG dinner. Exactly. It's like anytime you can bring up a song, I guess you do it. Yeah, but I was proud of Luann. She did the damn thing. Luann got the biggest catfish I've ever seen. <laughs> she pulled it up and it was like yeah. the most heroic She moment. did let it go, but... Oh, good. Yeah, I'm glad. Yeah, but that was awesome. I, know, I feel bad for those little catfish. They're trying to burrow in their holes, and then these guys just grab into their little egg holes. Like, leave them alone. And apparently, they're not edible. Really? Well, I think Luann's mom. What do they do with mom, them? Huh? What do they do with them? Put them on, you put them on the Billy Bass oh. things. Oh, yeah. Luann did that crazy impression of her <laughs> French mom. Canadian she mom. was like, what you doing around? Yeah. <laughs> she did it. 
uh, she did a Billy Richard uh, accent, yeah. right? Yeah, Billy Richard was full Bobby Boucher. Yeah, do you? <laughs> I was going to ask, do you like Louisiana accents? <laughs> yes, they're very, they're very well, the Creole. opposite of nondescript, very yeah. descript, yeah. very cent- specific, specific to a location, yeah. and not a lot of people have them. Yeah, I, I'm. It calls to mind the guy from True Blood who turned out to be the serial killer. Did you watch True Blood? No. You didn't? No. Not Should even I? the first season? No. Oh, my God. <laughs> True Blood is not great, but the first season is definitely interesting, memorable. Okay. I've thought about it. And there's, oh. I like Alexander Skarsgård. If you're ever in an HBO drought, because for me, uh-huh. HBO is the only network <laughs> or whatever. Stoop down to Showtime. Yeah, I wouldn't even dip into Showtime. That's like HBO's shitty cousin or whatever. But Homeland's ever, good though. Homeland is. Yeah. I don't know. I've heard talk of these Showtime shows that are good, and not one the has affair. ever been. Yeah, the affair. the The affair is the level of quality that True Blood is. True Blood is like a B level show on HBO, but it was the Six Feet Under guy. I don't know if you like that. Guy. Alan Ball. Do you like Six Feet Under? Love. Then you would one like of my this. favorite shows of all time. Then you would love True Blood. <laughs> It's They're him, totally different. But it's him going full genre, like vampire yeah. genre. But you can see his entertainment, and I, I, I didn't like Six Feet Under. Ugh. I almost started watching it the other night uh, I, again. I, I thought the first season, I, we Megan and I were watching it, and it seemed like it wasn't prestige TV yet, which it's a victim of its time. They hadn't figured out that you could do anything on HBO. Yeah. It was more networky, it mm-hmm. seemed like. But they were pushing the boundaries of it. But I heard that season one was like one of the best seasons. And I was like, if I, I think this is like a C plus. So if it doesn't I think you better, should have kept watching because it did the same thing that Sex and the City did where it played with all these little style yes. choices where yes. they would do the advertisements for the formaldehyde yeah. and all this. They did like a little more like cheeky shit that yeah. kind of fell by the wayside. The yeah. way, remember Sex and the City season one, they would talk directly to camera yes. like interviewing people on the yes. street which they just yeah, stopped I doing heard that, that the, the gimmicky stuff yeah um, it ends up being honestly i've it's a you know everyone said at this point the finale will make you sob so you don't agree that like season one is the best representation of six feet under if we did keep going it how gets many better. seasons is it six um i have the box set if you want to borrow it Ooh, i'm gonna fire up <laughs> not my that DVD it's player. not streaming but um i think it's really really good okay so I trust you fully. I also have another friend who said it's his favorite show of all time, and I trust his taste as well. Um, so I'll give it another chance. It's but very deep. deep. Yeah, I like, I mean, to be honest, <laughs> fully honest, I am more scared of death than anyone in the world. Huh. A hypochondriac. I mean, okay. obviously. I mean, a lot of people are. but so Maybe them, that's what you didn't like. Yeah, them starting with a death. I mean, it's, <laughs> it, they do it in a good way where it's like, I don't know. There's, there's like humor, like deaths. everybody. It's like a guy final falls. destination type deaths. Or it's like, bitch yeah. got hit upside the head with a golf ball. Like you could yeah. die all kinds of crazy ways. <laughs> I think my fear of flying is just fully pinpointed to me seeing Final Destination in theaters. I like, mean, that movie put an imprint. All those movies put an imprint. I mean, every time you drive behind a truck that has uh, stuff in the back, yeah, thinking they about just, it. They, they, yeah, yeah, they make you think about all those tanning beds. Yeah, acupuncture. So just to go, well, I was going to say just to uh, toot Sopranos' horn is that they also were in the same era as Six Feet Under a little earlier, and they never had a gimmicky premise that they had to get away from. Like, it kind of started groundbreaking that uh-huh. they never had to, you know. So anyway, that's just kind of interesting because it was, it was around the same time as Sex in the City and Six Feet Under. Right. Yeah. Well, I love it, and I love Peter Krause, number one hottie for me. Oh, really? Yeah. Is he hot. the one that's married to, was married to Laurel... Uh, Lorelai Gilmore. Yeah. 
They're divorced, though. Oh, I'm so sorry. But anyway, just (laughs) Trueblood has the best Louisiana accent. Okay. The bayou. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That was pretty good. I could never do that. Okay, so... um, So, are we in the second episode? Yes. Sonia on the scooter. I loved that. That, She was just busting into everything. That's the kind of stuff where it's just... Sonia's just like, I'm going to ride on this scooter. And then she bumps into a TV. She almost breaks it within (laughs) one second of being there. Then she's riding down the hallway. It's just... They're just fun every single second. That's very... Honestly, that's what the simple life was. Just they did not care to the point of it being rude yeah that they were so disruptive and but they're not rude. inconsiderate <laughs> but sonia and luann are not rude no they're not doing the thing but i was concerned that it was uh was is bill the theater director yeah. i was afraid it was his scooter because he was like be careful that thing goes fast and i was it, like how do you know it was his i think it was it was in his office don't be mean about his scooter <laughs> who's being mean they were she was abusing his scooter i think if you put that thing is probably expensive. I, I know. But probably if puts, costs more than a BravoCon VIP weekend ticket. For sure. <laughs> probably a VIP ticket. But you put Sonia and a scooter in the same room, you know she's getting on it. It's just kind of <laughs> yeah, like... Yeah, should have left the key somewhere else. Um, <laughs> yeah. How much would you pay to see the Benton Follies? Um, $75. Oh, okay. How much would you pay? $10. <laughs> So I will say, where the hell did the amazing interpretive dance with the jigsaw from the Saw franchise come from? She better make the cut. She, like, that is just the most random thing I've ever, like, you couldn't write that. I I don't think that guy who, the producer from Benton, could have written that talent. Interpretive dancing with the jigsaw makeup. I loved it. That was, she was killing it. Bill said that in this town, a lot of people are into the dark side. Yeah. And when she's doing like a backbend and all this crazy contortionism, he goes, that's hard to do. Yeah. He, he loved it. He was not as dismissive of that as I thought. It's, it, it, it's kind of like, isn't that like Paradise Lost a little bit? Isn't that like about a small town that was, uh, you, do you know what I'm talking about? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> it's like where there's goth kids in the community and then a murder happens in the woods okay. and the townspeople just think the goths are like okay. into the occult and witchcraft. So they get... Um, Classic trench coat mafia. Yes, totally. Just to bring it full circle. They, yeah, so they get accused of murder just because they're goths in their town. So you better hope that murder doesn't happen because they might blame it on the um that girl saw interpreted yeah. answer but then there's uh, that little so, boy in the yeah. unicycle the unicycle with the what do you call that xylophone or yes what, i don't know what that's called oh uh, yeah and it, like a yeah a breath accordion yeah anyway, and then that, sonia is taking a video of him she goes oh well that's gotta be in <laughs> it's just like an absolute shit show and i'm also like i love that they're trying to pretend that it's you know, they're coming up with what to call it. And they're like a cabaret, a follies. And then you're like, it's a fucking talent show. Right. Why <laughs> did Bill not want it to be called a variety show? I don't know. Yeah, but it... Follies makes much less sense. But but Benton Follies is an iconic show. I want to share with that. It's... <laughs> Let's make it. Benton <laughs> Follies is such a good show name. Like, Sonya is good at yeah. uh, marketing. Or no, no, she's not good at marketing. She's good at creativity. Brand. Yeah, 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 right. <laughs> um, we skipped over their fire department visit. Oh, right, um, right. And Luann just is like so horny that she's like, we have to pull in to the fire station. I haven't had sex. I'm losing my mind. Yeah, they, they both <laughs> are so open about how horny they are. Yeah. Their horny level, levels are at an all-time high right she, now. Luann brings a guy back uh, into like the gym room and goes, do you like to party? Yeah. 
I was like, what are you trying to fuck him right now? And then she goes, and then she goes, we, we're going to have a party at our motel later. You got to come. Yeah. It was awesome. And then one of the um, firefighters calls her Leanne. I know. Um, and he said that they're full of spice and life. So yeah, he, that firefighter said exactly what I was feeling. <laughs> He goes, these girls come in like a whirlwind. And I'm like, it's true. They're just entertaining any minute you're with them. Um, yeah. yeah. So then the talent show, uh, they go, we need way more talent than this. We can't just have a saw interpretive dancer and a little boy on a unicycle. Yeah. We need more. Luann's like, we need more talent so that we can figure out the shape of the show. Right. What would you She's have done? She's really thinking about it. What would you have done if they asked you to do a talent? Hmm. Maybe. Um... <laughs> I would maybe redo uh I was just looking through some old photos and I found in fifth grade me and some girlfriends did a dance at the talent show where we dressed as old women and did a choreographed dance to stay in alive. Oh, that's awesome. With canes. So the <laughs> dichotomy of being old and staying alive was the Pure humor of comedy. it. Yeah. You have a video that you said? Maybe. I have to find it. it. Might be at my parents' house. I have photos at least. So would you get could I and someone else be part of the old ladies? Yeah. Or would you want to bring back your two friends? To I think be- it could be all genders. No. If you want your friends to do because I have a different one. I'm not in touch. With them? Well you could okay. I could track you know, them down. You know, you know, um, <laughs> Sonia and Luann might want to do it with you. I'm down. Wouldn't that be so fun? Yeah. Okay. Sonia dressed as an old woman would be really fun. And I'm ta- and it, you were quintessential, like, old lady with curlers in their hair yeah. and glasses like and we a robe. Like, we were, like, whippersnapper and vibes. And a robe and a, yeah. and a um, what's it called? A bread? No, oh, oh, I was thinking of. Yeah, what did. Uh, bread roller. No. <laughs> what did Lisa call a walker? Oh, she called it a um. Oh man, Jimmy. Oh, it was would like know. a name. Yeah, a, cl- of... a Claude. Uh, like a I don't know if anyone remembers I'll a never Julius. Find it. A Julius. <laughs> a Julius. Hold on, I'm gonna look up. Keep talking. A. Oh, I, yeah. Okay, you look up. Um, Walker. Alternate names, names. for or British Walker. Names. Yeah. British names for Walker. I was gonna do um a Shakespearean monologue oh, from like what? Hamlet or something, and. That's what I would do. Okay. Okay. Um, British. <laughs> All right. Well, when you look it up, I'm going to talk about. Okay. So then after that, that talent show performance, I was so excited because I was already having fun with that talent show. And I was like, this is a good show I'm watching. Then they're ready to go out for the first time in, in Benton, which yeah. I was like, oh man, we haven't even seen them do what they love to do the most, which is nightlife, go out. Right. And so I was, I was stoked. They're in the room. They're getting ready. They do a, a shot of Frosé or they, or they toast to Frosé. <laughs> yeah. And then they drive six. Oh, I also love that they're driving everywhere on their own. I yeah. haven't <laughs> seen them drive in New York history. Right. Obviously, they always have cars or they have public transportation. So seeing them drive around on their own is so fun. Like, yeah, I love that they made it so difficult um, to get them a car with yeah. AC. <laughs> right, they waited till the second episode. <laughs> yeah, they were just yeah. like... So you never found that name of that walker? It isn't coming up. British. It was like... Yeah, it was... It was uh, yeah, well, well, we'll find out. I mean, we'll talk about it next week. Um, so they get to the, the bar, and it's called The Barn. And this bar, I think, looks fun and everyone is so stoked when they come in they come in very vibrant sonia 
blasts open the door as hard as she can and it almost flops back on Luann's head. <laughs> and everyone's cheering. And then we see actual fans of the Housewives who say, we've been watching you since yes. day one, which I thought was Give great. Give Luann a hug. Yeah, yeah, they gave him a hug. Then they look up, they see all the underwear and all the t-shirts and stuff, which those are, are those bartenders all put up their clothes sometimes? Yeah, bar- where they say bartender offerings or they people offer their undergarments to the bartenders i think so yeah okay. i think so well that man with the goatee said don't wear underwear never will mm-hmm. <laughs> did you get the sense that luann was attracted to that guy a little bit she pulled his goatee and, and sort of he like he said bah yeah and she goes bah back at him i, I was kind of like damn Luann, would you are you gonna have sex with this guy at the barn yeah um yeah and then they meet uh Billy Richard. Yeah, and and Sonia says this guy is exactly my type. Yeah, he, she she says he's showy and confident, but he's not specifically talking to me. But you can tell he's letting a vibe off that like he wants to be seen. Yeah, she goes, he's perfect for me. He's silent but deadly, and she goes, well, that sounds like a fart. <laughs> and then they do have some chemistry. Yeah. Billy's like he's down. Yeah, oh, he's uh, down. they uh, yeah, he says he's in town for a short time from yeah. Louisiana. Right. And uh, when she goes, if you take your shirt off, I'll lose it. <laughs> I loved that. <laughs> if you take your shirt off, I'll lose it she right just now. Like, I'll lose my fucking mind. <laughs> he does it immediately. And he's just like the most average man yeah. you've ever seen. Like he's not ripped. He's not a hunk really. Yeah. He's I just mean, like he's, guy. He's, like, he's semi handsome. I mean, he's, 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 I, I mean, he's not, unattractive right. but he's not like no Woo! <laughs> he's sonia's type though i, mean, I guess so and then she, he takes off his shirt and huge letters on the back say richard but luann goes richard who's richard yeah and i love and then he's like it's richard yeah he, oh he knew <laughs> he, he's had that happen before i'm sure and she's like oh richard because you know yeah. she's so obsessed with speaking french right. richard um and then they, I think it's the goatee man moons them, yes. and he has a Miller Light tattoo yeah. on his ass. He, not to be outdone with Richard, he shows off this full canvas on his back of some wild imagery I've never seen before. Then he pulls down his pants with no underwear, and he shows that Miller High Life tattoo. And it's just, and they have to blur out his ass crack. Did you <laughs> yeah, see yeah, that? Yeah. Because you can't show it gets a full ass. I don't see why not. <laughs> no, it's just a crack. You're yeah. not going to see. But I just can't. You can't allude to a full ass. Yeah. Um, and I don't, could they show the Miller, I think they had to blur out the Miller High Life logo too. Or did they show I, I it? I think I saw it. <laughs> okay. I mean, it was kind of like okay. non-specific yeah. or something, but, um, then, <laughs> but yeah, I think according to Watch What Happens Live, Sonia fully fucked Richard. Dude, he was like so ready at the end of the night. He was like, <laughs> I, I'm going to fuck. Like he goes, get in, sweetheart. Do you think that the crew stopped to make sure that she was okay? <laughs> I think I mean, it's, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, he, I don't, I, I'm not sure. Because I mean, um, I've revealed before, but I used to watch a lot of intervention. Okay. And sometimes when people would be like drunk or high or whatever, if they let, if they were true documentarians oh, or whatever, they would, they would check fucking, in. but like people that are alcoholics drink and drive but yeah. production would have to be like we cannot let you yes do of that course. you know yeah. so they have to intercede when it could be harmful right so i'm like i'm curious if well, they touch base well we on know that. they don't do that in roni at all i mean <laughs> she's had done way worse and stuff like this that yeah they haven't checked in on um i mean at least they didn't have far to go because yeah. they said that the hotel was like six minutes away from 
yeah. the barn. So he takes her away. We have to assume they made love. And then the highlights looked good to me from what I saw. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was just fun enough. Yeah. Action-packed, fun, and I loved you know seeing them again. Do you think Sunday's a good night for it? Is it Sunday nights? HBO night? That's when it was on, right? I, I, I'm or not, Tuesday. I'm not sure. No. I don't. Sunday. I didn't watch it when it was live, so I, I don't know, but we'll find out. And Yeah, I also watched it delayed, but I'm pretty sure it was Sunday. So overall, o- Atlanta might be in a descent. OC could have a slight resurgence. Maybe there's a spark there. I mean, yeah. not high hopes. TBD. And then Crappie is a steady B-level show with <laughs> yeah. sparks of fun. Yeah, I enjoyed myself watching it. I had some laughs. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, I laughed. <laughs> I laughed a couple times. So good. Well, I mean, you know, we're two hours and 47 minutes. I feel good about the things we have wrought today yeah. and brought into the universe. Any last guesses on what that walker was called? Called a... It was jo- like a name. John... A John... A, do, uh, well, let me ask... I'm going to ask Siri. I hate doing this yeah, on, do on mic, but we're ending the show so people could just stop listening. Hey, Siri... What do British people call a walker? I guess is walker sticking canes? <laughs> they call it a walker, it says. No, it was called a Zimmer frame. Zimmer frame. A Zimmer frame. Yes. Zimmer uh, named after a Zimmer Biomet <gasps> who invented the walker for British people. Oh, and then it was God. an invention, I guess. They they're trying to keep the claim as this a uh, British invention. Okay. Thank right? God. Right. Okay. That was haunting me. Right before the end of the episode. Zimmer frame. A Zimmer frame. I love that she called it that. Yeah, that was the things you learned. There's a certain touch of class that LVP has that no one else could ever have. And she had never said that until the Secrets Revealed episode of season 10. That really (laughs) I've never heard it. I know. Um, I want to make a plea to our wonderful listeners. Two things. Okay. Just two little things. If you ever want to support Amy and I's, if you want Vanderpump <laughs> Rules back in your life because you miss it so much and you're tired of just seeing Sandoval crying at Sir as your only form of Vanderpump Rules entertainment, Amy and I have a Patreon that you could subscribe to and listen to <laughs> our Vanderpump Rules journey from the very start. We are yeah. now almost halfway through season two. We yeah. are approaching the absolute golden era yeah. of Vanderpump Rules. So please subscribe on Patreon if you liked what you heard we today. We get real silly over that. Uh, over that's, there we were pretty silly today but that's even <laughs> even 10 out of 10 we get real loose over there yeah. and honestly we you're gonna want to join our community um because the page over there is popping and the comments are really funny yeah. and informative yes. and so not just for listening to us but to join our little patreon community there of our dedicated turtles i think is totally worth five dollars a month yeah we have fun over there we love our villa rosa vips it's like a secret cult you could almost say (laughs) where just the people that are the coolest in the world all gather together and share their thoughts and then my last request which i you are all tired of this but please for the (laughs) love of god subscribe on youtube so we can start making a one dollar a day from our i think we need 78 more really we're at 930 920 too yes whoa 
78 <laughs> of you right now, please. This is a, if you like this episode, <laughs> you don't even have to watch us on YouTube. Just yeah. subscribe. It means nothing. Yeah. Like, you, you, could, you could just let us sit there for the rest we of your life. We had a good momentum there for a while, and now we're just ticking uh, slowly to a thousand. Yeah. But we need money, you guys. Help us. Yeah. And then reviews are always, that's the, like. Oh, yeah. Rate and we, review. We love, but we have the best reviews in the world. We're, I mean, I love them. If you want to do it and you never have, you you can totally. Don't leave us any negative reviews, obviously. But yeah, we would love a review. And those are the only three things that Amy and I ask of you. And we're <laughs> it's we're it's not a hard ask. We're just it's like a polite request, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anything else um, you want to say to everyone else? To everyone before it. we. I'm satisfied at um, how comfortable i feel right now i'm not sweating balls i thought yeah. it was going to be really bad but it yeah. was fine yeah i only have like one drop of sweat so I'm, <laughs> I'm good well we love you so much amy and i we can't say it enough we have never loved anyone more than we love our little turtle cuties and we hope you sleep good tonight knowing that you heard amy and i talk for three hours for three hours <laughs> and amy and i are going to record a patreon tomorrow and then we're both going to see mission impossible yeah and we're going to sleep so good that's right. Good night. Bye. This one's for you tonight. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.